slash radio. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word WIN to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's WIN to 200-200. Hello. It's Monday. What are you doing? It is your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis. Scan us. TAM 792 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, there are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, does Trump have something up his sleeve to get the border wall paid for? Is there something we don't know? Is there? Trump is hinting there's going to be an announcement. There are people hinting there's going to be an announcement. And then there's a deputy spokesperson just a little while ago may have slipped about how the wall will be funded despite what the, the, the disaster took place on Friday with him signing that omnibus bill. We'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know. Oh, baby. Thank you very much. Um, <clears throat> uh, this, this is another one. Over the weekend, uh, did you watch any of that uh, any of the march? few hundred thousand people in D.C., the March for Our Lives. It was basically a giant voter registration march with guns should be banned as well. Um, that's, pretty much, that's pretty much what it is. That's pretty much what it was. The important stuff is the fact that uh, if you had a differing point of view, you were not allowed to talk. And I'll get to that in just a, just a minute. Third thing, and by the way, we're at six, 7,000, thank you, uh, that were here in Tucson marching. And wait to hear the geniuses there. Oh, are they smart? Oh, are they? They really are very good, aren't they? SMRT? Uh, that one. Mm. That one. Uh, third thing that I think you need to know, and this is just coming out minutes ago. This is kind of a big deal. Uh, even though Trump is uh, all about Russia, isn't he? He just booted 60 officers. He's kicking Russians out of the country. He's the dip- 60 Russian diplomats. Diplomats. Booted from America, uh, the Seattle consulate closed all because Russia and they're, uh, they're basically a poison that ex-spy, that Russian ex-spy in Britain and his daughter. So Trump's like, you're out of here, which totally makes it, uh, I mean, it, 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 it proves how he really is in favor of Russia by kicking them out of the country, right? Yeah. Three things I think you need to know. Now. Uh, there, there's so much we need to get to. I don't really want to play any highlights, to be honest with you. I mean, what do you think happened at the March for Life? Or mar- what was it? March for March for Our Lives. March for Our Lives. Um, March was, for Life sounds kind of anti-abortion. Yeah, I exactly. I don't, I don't think that they're all for that. So March for Our Lives, again, was basically a bunch of people screaming about guns being bad and assault rifles are terrible we need to stand for something. Something must be done. Somebody else must do that something. And that's pretty much it. Oh, and you know what? Register to vote so we can vote out people we don't like. So basically, it was just, it, it was a get out the vote. And nothing will come of it. I'm telling you, nothing is going to come of it. Uh, and it really is sad. Really is sad. That, and, and this, is what, this is what's crazy. You have... People that have different points of view from the same high school, and they were not allowed to talk. No joke. There was a girl, Meadow Pollock. She was killed by the gunman, right? She was killed by the gunman. 
Her dad is the one in the Trump shirt that was trying to find her. So the, the, the idiots decided to go off on him as he's looking for his daughter to find out if she's alive or not. And her brother wanted to talk about her and give his, well, give his opinion about what needs to be done. And did you know that he was not allowed to talk? He was not invited because it wasn't about gun control. That's why this is a bunch of garbage. This guy was literally not allowed to speak. Andrew Pollock's the dad. His son was disinvited from speaking at the March for Our Lives rally because they were trying to make sure their their biggest priority is to make sure schools are safe, securing the schools, protecting the kids, which isn't that the whole point, but no, it's all about gun control for these other people. Gun control. So Meadow Pollock, who was killed by the uh, the ridiculously stupid shooter, awful human being, she has a brother named Hunter. He prepared a great speech about securing schools. And because of that, he was not allowed to actually speak at the March for Our Lives rally. How much more do you need to realize uh, uh, that this thing was just a gigantic farce, right? That was just, it was, it was horrible. It was not anything that it was supposed to be, but it still gets the play from the media and everything else. I mean, it's, it's just really disgusting how it was all politicized in that aspect. Um, I'm telling you. There's another guy, Kyle Kashev. He was also a survivor. He's the one conservative. This is the guy that CNN canceled the interview. He's the one that disagrees with his classmates on how to achieve safer schools. He doesn't think gun control can actually work. This is the guy, if you compare what he sounds like versus what the others sound like, and you don't even need to hear them, by the way, at the D.C. rally, We've played, I mean, you've heard, you've heard plenty of soundbites that we played from these people. David Hoggs, Emma, whatever her name is, Cameron Kasky. These people are um, bordering on lunacy. You compare what they say, which literally is, a lot of it's factually incorrect. You hear them say that tr- Trump is in charge of the FBI. I mean, all these things that make no sense. I want you to let's play 59 first. Kyle Kashev, again, is a conservative student. And just like Meadow Pollock's brother was not allowed to actually speak at the march. Listen to this. Here we go. I'm here for one very simple reason. I don't want to see this ever happen again. And when I saw at the march yesterday, which really frustrated me, is that I have a different point of view. But what really concerned me was that how come I wasn't invited to speak at the march? Because as Americans, we all have different point of views. And it's important to represent them all equally. Yeah. Wasn't allowed to talk. He's speaking on Face the Nation on CBS. Again, CNN canceled the interview with him. Uh, nobody wants to really debate him. He's a smart kid. If, if, you should fo- if you're on Twitter, you should follow him. Kyle Kashuv, K-A-S-H-U-V. He's really good. He's really smart. He'll be trivialized because of it. Mm-hmm. You're right. And it's a shame because these are the people who, who should be helping uh, make laws or suggesting things. Mm-hmm. You're right. He gets it. You want to know how smart he is? Let's do 61. Let's jump to 61. Ryan really liked this soundbite. Uh, and this this makes a lot of sense. This is what he's on uh, when it comes to Face the Nation. Uh, here we go. 
Well, look, I mean, this kid was flagged. He was flagged by the Child Protect Services. The he shooter. Was, yeah. I don't like to say his name out. I, mm -hmm. I, I prefer not to. Good for he him. He was flagged by the FBI. He was flagged so many different times by the Barrett Sheriff's Office. And it's, we need to see that we have to hold our government accountable. We have to, because this can happen again if our government does not do what it's supposed to do. And I find it ironic that after all this, and we've seen so many different government failures, we want to trust the government even more. It's a great point, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, he sat back and said, the government failed us. Why give them more power? It's The reason this happened is because the government failed us. He's a crazy person. We had, we had certain, I guess, levels in place. We, the, the FBI was out. They were all on him. They knew it. Now, the shooter's responsible at the end of the day for doing what he did. You can't blame uh, that. But they could have stopped him. They had him. How many times? We know it, right? So you sit back, and I thought this was interesting. Number 63, uh, the CBS interviewer asked him how many of uh, the students, how many of his classmates actually agree with his point of view. Here we go. There, there's, a very, there's a silent minority at Stoneman Douglas who agrees with me completely. Silent minority. Isn't it sad they have to remain silent? You have all these other loudmouths out there. They have no fear. No fear whatsoever. Why does it have to be silent? Why can't it just be a regular minority where they voice their opinion? It's different. Because they're afraid of backlash. Isn't that sad? Dude, you, you can't get into a screaming match, which is crazy. I know, but what I'm saying is that they aren't, they're not even allowed to state their case. Because that's because what they, they will they literally get. To. I know, you're right. And, and, and so instead, they, get, they feel like they don't have the, uh, the ability to, to speak, and that's what's really sad. Um, let's play... Uh, Let's play, uh, we know, the, I think the, the, another really good one, uh, number 60. Number 60. Uh, here is uh, Kyle Kashev on CBS Face the Nation uh, talking about gun control. Here we go. I talked to senators and I looked at all the facts, and they all point in the same direction, that a ban on assault weapons will not solve this issue. It's simply... Um, and it's simply restrictions on high-capacity magazines. That won't solve the issue. What we've seen is that there are certain things such as um, having ha enforcing the regulation that's currently in law. I mean, we've seen on so many different levels that the cowards of Broward failed. Yep. The FBI failed. Yep. Sheriff Scott Israel failed. Yep. So many different multi-layered levels failed in Parkland, and it's absolutely reprehensible that I didn't see one single poster yesterday at the march that said "F the NRA." That no, sorry, that said "F Sheriff Scott Israel." That's right. So apparently, there are a whole bunch that "F the NRA." Yeah, I know. And he's like, you know, that's the point is that the whole reason this happened is because Scott Israel and the FBI failed, yet they want to blame the NRA for this. I mean, he's, he's a very, very, very smart kid. As a matter of fact, 623 on KNST AM 790. We have a lot to talk about, a lot of things to get to. Uh, Pima County Supervisor Steve Christie is going to join us at 810. He wants to respond to that uh, phenomenal hour we had. It wasn't even planned, to be honest with you. Uh, Allie Miller wasn't planned to be that long, uh, where we talked about on Friday the unofficial communications person for Pima County, Tucson News Now reporter, press release Bud Foster, uh, how they're trying to get the message out that to scare people that you better you better be in support of a sales tax for the first time ever in Pima County to fix the roads because it's going to cost you more money to fix your car than it will to pay for that tax, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the tick. So uh, Steve Christie was involved in supporting this, so he wants to uh, give his... His take since Allie called him out, and that's fine. 810 this morning, we'll hear from Steve Christie. 
624 on KNST AM790. Uh, there was a local, local walk as well. We'll get we'll get to the Trump announcement at 640 this morning. This is really, this is kind of cryptic and kind of, we'll get to that. But uh, Tucson um, had its own March for Our Lives, and the crazies were out there as well. And people were sending me pictures. You know what it picture? Black Lives Matter posters, uh, very socialistic, communistic-themed statements and posters. And, I mean, what is there to do with keeping schools safe? Wait till you hear what was said. This is incredible. It's coming up in about four minutes. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Talk. Okay, it's uh, 629, and it's going to be a little bit cooler today, but it's going to be a lot different at the end of the week. Right now, it's 58. We're going to hit about 72 and sunny. Still going to be nice. 67 tomorrow, but by Friday, 86. Yeah, it's tough to live here, isn't it? And we'll be in April. You know what I love it? Next Wednesday, isn't it crazy? Next Wednesday is April 4th. It's predicted to be 88 degrees. The fact that it's not 90 at that point is fantastic because we're in Tucson. Anyway, let's play, let's play 55 real quick. There was, a story, there was a story about the Tucson March for Our Lives rally, and Chris Magnus, the chief Chris Magnus, so excited. Everything worked out well. Chris Magnus tweeted about this over the weekend. Oh, police chief Chris Magnus. Still can't uh, have his, uh, he's so understaffed, can't actually have people show up to burglaries in a appropriate amount of time but he's very 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 happy he's very happy about this right very happy about this oh everything worked out great we coordinated it was fantastic it was so awesome it was so great way to go anyway tucson news now uh had a story on it let's play 55 first this is one of the uh young ladies that was yelling into a bullhorn or something here we go i want to have a voice i want to be heard i want to have a voice i want to be heard I want to make a change, I think she said. That's the, that's the awesomeness that happened. That's the awesomeness that happened. Uh, yeah. You know what I found interesting? Can you go to uh, the next one, 50, but go, go toward the end. This is like highly strung together. Uh, there was a girl, I think, on the U of A campus. Maybe about here. It, we hear different people. Uh, just, just hit play. I'll, I'll point it out. Here we go. A march for this cause. Good to see that everybody's caring. and Caring what? Uh, care about kids and kids lives and gun control constant possibility of an attack is what motivated me to fight against the unacceptable position our nation is in oh i'll admit it i'm scared right now so okay so she's constant she's in fear of an attack shouldn't you be shouldn't you protect yourself at that point that, that that's what i thought you're right there she's like i mean you can yell all about it all you want crazy people aren't going to give a crap if you yell you're living under a constant fear of attack well then therefore you should get ready to defend yourself shouldn't you yeah. 632 on KNST AM 790. Uh, we have so much more coming up. Matter of fact, 710. Uh, there was a great video. Uh, Campus Reform went out to the D.C. March for Our Lives. All I could think about is Days of Our Lives. Anyway, they go out there and they ask people, you know, what should be done? Ban assault rifles. Ban assault weapons. Ban this. Assault, assault. Ban, ban. When he goes, okay, he goes, can you explain what one is? An assault weapon or an assault rifle. You have to hear what they had to say. That's at 710 this morning. Coming up in five minutes after the uh, very disappointing and depressing Friday uh, press conference by the Trumpster where he signed that omnibus bill. Um, Is there a way he can actually take some of the money? How is this even legal? I thought Congress allocates the money. But is there a way in the gigantic sums that were given to the Defense Department to use that money to build a wall? Is, 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 is something happening? <laughs> Wait till you hear to a possible slip-up this morning. 
by a White House deputy spokesman that may have hinted at that. It's coming up in about uh, six minutes. Right now, here's Fox. Leading talk. Hello, 639 on this Monday. Thank you for hanging out. I hope your weekend was well. Good good Friday is this Friday. Passover is this Friday night. Easter's on Sunday. I can't wait for that. I have to go uh, without bread. Now, without carbs, because I have to eat matzah. Uh, starting on, <clears throat> I, I guess, Friday night. Is it going to hurt? Yeah, well, Saturday, maybe. It's going to hurt. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, wait, get, wait, wait, wait. What? Can, can you, get can ready you, for the food fight, a.k.a. Seder. What, what's better? Can you do gluten-free? No, you can't have anything leavened. So you got to have crackers. Or matzah. Okay. Crackers are leavened. Uh, non-bread? Will you stop? Three pita. things. Pita. Can you no, do that's, pita? That's, that's also leaven. It's flat. Doesn't seen a, matter. There's even a hole in it. Oh, my God. There's a hole in a donut. What do you want? But not a can Danish. Have... No, you can't have any. Three things I think you need to know. <laughs> Number one, you're so, you, there's something honestly very, very, very wrong with you. I'm just learning. We'll get to this in just a second. Does the president have something up his sleeve to get the border wall paid for? And he's got to maybe do something because everybody in his base is mad at him. Like, really mad. Like Stormy Daniels, man. <laughs> Nobody cares. Anyway, set, we'll get that coming up because uh, one of his spokespeople may have slipped up this morning. Second thing, I think you need to know. All right, you know, you have the whole uh, March for Our Lives thing, but I think the most important uh, aspects of it are they would not let a Parkland student speak, Kyle Kashev, uh, at the rally because he had a different point of view. He doesn't want guns banned. He wants security. He says the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. We didn't get played a chance that we didn't get a chance to play that soundbite. They wouldn't let him talk because of that. Very fair, right? Very fair. Very open. Very inclusive. They also would not let uh, one of the students that was killed, Meadow Pollock, her brother speak because her brother's point of view and and her dad's is security and keep the kids safe first, not gun control. So they wouldn't let them speak at the March for Our Lives. But why should anybody else talk about that? Third thing, I think you need to know, more proof that Trump is in bed with Russia. He just kicked out 60 Russian diplomats from the country because Russia seemed to have uh, poisoned a former spy while that former Russian spy was uh, living in England. So uh, so, uh, Russians kicked out of the country by Trump, which again means somehow he's somehow in bed with uh, Russia or something like that. Three things I think you need to know. Now, the president sent out some cryptic tweets over the weekend. Actually, yesterday. These, these were from yesterday. Uh, he tweeted out, because of the $700 billion gotten to rebuild our military, many jobs are created and our military is again rich. Building a great border wall with drugs, in parentheses, poison, and enemy combatants pouring into our country is all about national defense. Build wall through M, which I think is money. So wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. Wait a second. Did the president just say that now the, look, the Defense Department got well over, I mean, way more than what they asked for. I think they asked for $650 billion and look, $700 billion and $716 billion. And he's going to declare a national, is he going to declare a national emergency or a national security emergency by saying drugs, which is poison, are killing Americans coming across the border as well as enemy combatants? Does he have evidence of this? Is he going to point out and say, so therefore I have the power to direct 
our country to be protected. I mean, why not? A president can start, I know you need Congress to declare a war, but look how long we've been fighting in the Middle East. There's no war declared with Congress. President's just directing things, right? Didn't the, just, I mean, if you think about it, did the president have to, well, did Bush have to ask to fire a whole bunch of missiles into certain uh, caves in Afghanistan? Did President Trump had to ask for permission to lob a whole bunch of missiles into Syria? Just, just things I'm curious about because if he had to do that because it was the was it, well, national defense concern, I guess it, is it the same thing? Anyway, he also wrote after that, much can be done with the $1.6 billion given to building and fixing the border wall. It's just a down payment. Work will start immediately. The rest of the money will come. And remember, DACA, the Democrats abandon you, but we will not. Interesting how that happens. He's trying to hold down the Democratic uh, voter turnout. Maybe he's trying to flip them to Republicans. I, I don't... The ones that can't vote. But even Hispanics, I mean, the Hispanics, you name it, they don't, they're not all for DACA, but whatever. So you hear this, and then I start to see stories. President's going to have a major announcement or some kind of an announcement about uh, government. I'm like, wait, wait, what? Yeah. Um, the Newsmax CEO and a big Trump buddy, Chris Ruddy, on ABC this week. He kind of hinted at this. Matter of fact, throw me up over there if you do not mind. If you do not mind, Ryan, throw me up over there real quick. This, this is what happened on uh, ABC. Uh, the president told me he's perplexed by all of these reports. There's chaos at the White House or, or mass staff changes. Um, he told me that he thinks the White House is operating like a smooth machine, his words. Uh, he did say that he's expecting to make one or two major changes to his, to his government very soon. Um, and that's going to be it. Um, now, other White House sources, not the president, tell me the Veterans Affairs uh, Secretary David Shulkin is likely to depart the cabinet very soon. Uh, but other reports, people like Ben Carson, um, I'm told that the president is happy with the job he's doing. He will be staying. Chief of Staff Kelly, the president is happy with the job he is doing. He will be staying. So all of these fake news reports Ooh. saying there's turmoil and chaos. Um, I think the president's made incredible choices with Larry Kudlow, John Bolton. I know he was very ecstatic, very experienced guys in their areas of gover governance. They're going to do a tremendous job for the president and the country. He's expecting to make one or two major changes to his government very soon. Huh. Okay. Well, is, is it this too? Now, this morning, the uh, deputy White House press secretary, that's the number two guy, the one below. Wait, they, the sexist Trump has a man in the number two position and Sarah Huckabee Sanders in number one, a female. Yes. Funny how that happens, isn't it? Funny, funny, funny. Hogan Gidley is this guy's name. Hogan Gidley. And I don't know if he slipped. I don't know what happened, but I want you to hear this on Fox and Friends this morning. I even left Ainsley Earhart's question in 53 so you can have better context for it. Uh, 53, Hogan Gidley, just a little while ago on Fox and Friends. Here we go. There's talk that he might use that extra money to build the wall since he didn't get the funding. He, he only got one point six. That was his Twitter. Yeah, right. His Twitter was saying we might use this to the military money to fund the wall. Is that going to happen? Well, I don't want to get ahead of his announcement, but I can say this is one reason that the uh, what, what announcement. Calls, 
Well, if, if, <laughs> if he's going to make an announcement how he spends that money to build the wall. What? And then you hear Don back in the office going, Okay! <laughs> the Don wants to see you. Well, I'm not going to... that. That's like the worst hinting ever. The worst way to keep a secret. Uh, he might only get ahead of his announcement. Announcement of what? The announcement of me, he may use that money to build the wall, but I don't know anything about that announcement or anything like that. Was that done purposefully? Can they really? I mean, usually these guys are very tight-lipped in that aspect. Like the beginning of this interview, they asked him about people joining his personal legal team. He's like, I'm not privy to those conversations. I don't know the answer to that. And all of a sudden he's like, oh, you mean, uh, yeah, like, I don't know, you know, the announcement he's going to make that uh, he's going to use the extra money in the defense budget to pay for the wall. I don't know if he's going to say it or not, but, you know, or when he's going to say it, but yeah. What? Did that, did that just really happen? Let's play the next one. Because there's also confusion about what can actually be built. And the question is, did anybody read the 2,232-page bill? Because you have uh, pro-wall people saying, yes, cement can be used, not a problem. But we've seen the language in it where it's just a fence. And then Schumer's going, no, it's just a fence. And Paul Ryan's going, no, it's, it's a wall, a cement wall. So just listen to what Hogan Gidley had to say. Again, the number two guy uh, behind Sarah Huckabee Standards at the White House. Here we go. You got $1.6 billion for fence, not a wall. That, that's actually incorrect. We actually can build a wall with this money, but there are political realities that exist in this Hogan, country. Can I stop you there? Because that yeah. because the speaker told us you can use concrete. Senator Schumer says you can't uh, only improve the fence. What, what are you saying there? We can, you can use it? It's my understanding you can. The Hispanic Caucus came out vehemently against this bill for two reasons. One is because, as in the letter that they wrote to the president, which was it bolsters the president's deportation force, quote unquote, mm -hmm. and it builds a huh? wall. They're against it for those reasons. Right. So the secret is this is not an ending point, actually, for the president. It's a starting point. So, But I read that it limits. It doesn't allow him to hire any more ICE agents. Remember we saw it? We talked about that? And now the Hispanic caucus was against it because it does? I'm just confused. Does anybody even know what the hell's in this bill? And this, is what, this is what's wrong with Washington, D.C. Nobody really knows what's in it, but they voted to approve spending $1.3 of our dollars. In six months. All righty. But how about that first soundbite, huh? Can you play that one one more time? Wait, what announcement? This is just big. Okay, here we go. There's talk that he might use that extra money to build the wall since he didn't get the funding. He, he only got one point six. That was his Twitter. Yeah, right. His Twitter was saying yeah, right. he might use this to the military money to fund the wall. Is that going to happen? Well, I don't want to get ahead of his announcement, but I can say this is one reason that the uh, Wait, Hispanic what announcement? Calls, well, if, if, if he's going to make an announcement how he spends that money to build the wall. <laughs> if he's going to. Well, I don't know any, what, I don't know any announcement. If he, if he makes an announcement on how he's going to spend the money to build the wall. Hogan, I need you to get out there and spill the beans. But don't look obvious about yeah. it. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. So uh, does that make you feel any better? Do you think there's anything to that? 880-KNST, 780-5678. this morning. A bunch of people at the D.C. March for Our Lives rally. Man, they what they want to do, ban guns, ban assault rifles, ban assault weapons. That's what they say. But when they're asked, can you actually tell me what an assault rifle and assault weapon is? You have to hear the answers. It is just, it's just funny. It's just funny. It's why I just wouldn't waste a lot of time with this. Um, wait till you hear. That's coming up. Coming back in about uh, five minutes. 
I got one for you that's just ironic. John Bolton. John Bolton's going to be uh, the next national security advisor for the president. One Democrat has a big problem with him, and I think it's hilarious. Pot kettle black. Oh, I can't believe this guy actually said it. We'll get to it coming up. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. You're shot at $1,000 now. Text the word money to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money to 200-200. Oh, I'll tell you where you are. Hi. It's Monday. It's 7.07. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are three things I think you need to know. So you know about the March for Our Lives, right? But did you know that they did not allow certain people to speak at the March for Our Lives rally? Those people that had a different point of view, like the student at, a, at that school, Kyle Kashev. He was not allowed to talk because he doesn't believe gun control will keep schools safe. Mm-hmm. And one of the young ladies that was killed by the by the shooter, Meadow Pollock, her brother had a great her brother named Hunter had a great speech about securing schools. They wouldn't let him talk either. Oh yeah. So there you go. That's what you need to know about that. Second thing that I think you need to know: Did the president uh, does the president have a trick up his sleeve? We played the soundbite. Uh, he has a deputy White House spokesman named Hogan. Gidley. And this morning on Fox and Friends, and I'll put the video on my page at uh, KNST.com and on my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Um, Hogan kind of slipped because he was asked, what with the president getting all this extra money, more money than, than anybody asked for, for the Defense Department, is, you know, rumors has it that he's going to use that to build the wall. And he said, well, I don't want to get out ahead of the president's announcement. They went, whoa, 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 what announcement? He goes, well, you know. Um, may, he may announce something about using that money to build the wide. I don't know. I don't want to get it out in front of that. I mean, it's basically out there now. Whoa, is there more to, more to, I don't want to get ahead of this either because everybody's mad as hell what the president did on Friday. But is there more to it? Was it an act? Was he putting, I mean, he was mad. You could tell on his face. Was there more to it? Was it rope-a-dope? I don't know. Will there be an announcement? Nobody knows. Third thing I think you need to know. Uh, President Trump proving once again how he is in bed with Russia by kicking 60 Russian diplomats uh, diplomats out of the country. Uh, you got to go. See you later. Close the, close the consulate in Seattle. Said you got to get out of here because, uh, well, that was in response to a spy being poisoned in England. Three things I think you need to know. All right. So uh, this big march. There was a march in Tucson. We played some of the sound bites, at least one of them. And there was it was a, a lot of a lot of ignorant people. Let's put it that way. A lot of misinformed people. I don't want to say they're stupid because that's just really mean. And I can be mean, but I, I know you're looking at me strange. You're the one that always tells me that I need to be nicer, Ryan. Now, the one time I'm not being mean, you look at me like I'm crazy. Okay, a lot of stupid people out there in Tucson. Fine, I, I did it. Okay, they Thank really you. were. There were a lot Thank of stupid you. people out there. Um, and, and it was celebrated by the way, by, uh, police chief Magnus, cause he would love to see your guns gone as well. Now at the DC March campus reform went out there cause they do great things. 
And they asked people what they wanted. And you know what they want, right? Now, to explain what they want is another thing. We'll get to that in just a second. But this is, this is one for the record books. This may be one of the greatest videos that they've produced. This may be one of the greatest sound bites, the next two things you're going to hear uh, that you've ever heard. Because all this march was, by the way, was a giant, a giant get out the vote thing. That's all it was. It was a, it was a bunch of people, a bunch of use, useful idiots parroting the anti-gun movement. That's all it was. It's like you have a bunch of mindless uh, robots, a bunch of mindless, bunch of zombies out there just repeating what they're told, and they don't even know what the hell they're saying or what it means. That's why I said useful idiots on parade. That's what it was. Well, they have the followers that follow the mindless robots as well. Mm-hmm. And there's always, listen, and it's always been that way. There's always mindless, there's always idiots. Going back to the beginning of time, there's always been idiots. They're hapless. There's always stupid people. You can't change it. Now they just get exposed more. And that's why you start thinking there's even more stupid people. No, there's always been stupid people. You just never got to see them as much because you didn't have, you didn't have uh, the internet and, and uh, cell phones that you could record video on and share everything. So they've always been out there. Now they're being exposed. Okay, listen to what uh, the people at the D.C. March for Our Lives, um, what they want. Here we go. I think there needs to be a complete ban on assault weapons. We need laws in place that are going to prevent people from walking into schools with assault rifles. Yeah, I think there definitely needs to be a ban on these assault um, rifles. So any banning of any guns, I would be supportive of. To give up some rights to have assault rifles, it's like a higher priority than people losing their lives. Marley. Assault weapons are not necessary for home defense. They're not necessary no. for the average citizen to have. No. What laws do you, do, would you like to see? What kind of guns would you like to see banned? Just assault rifles. Just assault rifles. Assault rifles. Just assault rifles. Ban them, right? Now, this is the ultimate right here. Yes. What is an assault rifle? Here we go, listen. Do you know what an assault weapon is? Yeah, it's um assault weapon. It's like um, um I I kind of do, but kind of hmm, don't. Okay. Like Um <laughs> it's just well <laughs> What is an assault weapon? Um uh, can any of you tell me what an assault weapon is? Hmm. Um like I no, I guess um but Assault weapons, like, does that sound safe to you? Do you guys know what an assault weapon is? <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, if you're asking me, any gun that isn't a pistol should oh. be banned. The same amount of people die by assault weapons as do car crashes in a given year. Um, as what? Do car crashes. It's a similar number. <laughs> okay. Um, it's, it's not actually. But. <laughs> isn't it similar? No, it's not. So, isn't assault weapons count for about 3% of, of gun deaths, oh, but okay, and but car crashes are about the leading cause. Okay, I thought that was... But a lot of people die by gun deaths. Do you guys know Pause what... Can you go back to that? I mean, just when the idiocracy can't get any greater, when they don't even know what the hell they want banned actually is... Why are they banning like heart attacks and cancer instead? Because that kills a lot of people as well. That's a good point. I was thinking like ban tomato soup. Nothing against tomato soup. Why would you do that? Why? Like, they don't really. Do you even know what tomato soup is? Is it soup from tomatoes? It's are a, you sure it really is though? It's a vegetable. Are you? Is it? No, it's a fruit. What? It's a fruit. Ban it. That's the thing. You don't even know what it really is. So you just got to You got to gone. This chick's out there. I mean, may, the biggest useful idiot. Do you know that Pete, the same people killed by car crashes are the same? It's the same as assault rifles. Same people killed by assault weapons are the same in car crashes. Guys, like, wait, wait, no, it's not. 
It's not. I was told that by someone. Someone here, it's really smart, spoke authoritatively. They they told me that it's true. I thought that sounded weird. I'm going to keep saying it, though. It's just, I mean, just freaking morons, useful idiots everywhere. Go ahead. Not actually, but... Or is no, go back, similar? go back, go back, go back. No, 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 no not so, that far. Same, same amount of people die by assault weapons. Any of you tell do card isn't a pistol should be banned. Yeah, the same them. amount of people die by assault weapons as do car crashes in a given year. Um, as what? Do car crashes. It's a similar number. Okay. Um, it's it's not actually. But. It's not. Or actually. Isn't it similar? No, it's not. So assault weapons count for about three percent of, of gun deaths, yeah. but and car crashes are about the leading cause. Okay. I thought that was. But a lot of people die by gun deaths. Do you guys know what an assault weapon is, though? Thanks, Billy Madison. I mean, I'm. A, a phrase that comes to mind is like military style weapon. What an assault weapon is? Yeah, it's like it's a, an arm that, like a gun, for instance, that you can buy at a shop pretty easily. Yes. That is like can can cause more deaths mm. than mm. like one, I guess. I consider I consider any. I don't. I'm not even against just assault weapons. I'm pretty much against most guns. I think mm. that the Second Amendment at this time is outdated. I think that the wording needs to be revisited. I think it's something that was meant for a different time. I think the Constitution in and of itself is something that's outdated. Times have changed, and I don't necessarily agree with the Second Amendment to begin with. I don't think it applies in today's society. I don't think it leads to anything mm. good or productive or peaceful. You should be able to protect yourself, but I don't... Not with a rifle. But not with, like, a rifle. Yeah. No, 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 no. Rocks! We'll, do, we'll get to that. But do you know what? Do you know what that reminded me of? Throw me up over there if you don't mind. Just, just, just throw me over there. This. Do you remember Miss Teen USA in two thousand seven, oh. South Carolina? I personally believe <laughs> that U.S. Americans are unable to do so. U.S. Americans, because uh, some people out there in our nation mm. don't have maps, and no, we don't uh, I believe that our ed- education, like such as in South Africa mm. and uh, the Iraq, the everywhere Iraq. like such as, the and Facebook. I believe that they should, uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or, or should help South Africa. Go Wildcat football! Yeah, I mean, come on. Boy, South yeah. Africa has some problems right now. Apparently, they, yeah, they, yeah, they do. Major yeah, problems. So Different, different, different yeah, topic. Different day, different but you just heard that. Useful idiots. Now, what team do you want to be on? Okay, you have those idiots, right? Saying those things. Just absolutely clueless. Literally have no idea of what they're talking, right? This is why I say, don't vote. I, I can't stress it enough. Eight years on the air here. And I tell people, this whole rock the vote crap, no, garbage. Even our company does that. And I'm like, no, no. And I, if you're new to the show, I was asked years ago, like six years ago, Hey, can you, we're doing like a big PSA with, uh, um, I hate the term local celebrity because it bothers me, but anyway, people, you know, radio, TV, um, to say, to, to encourage people to get out and vote. Can you, can you get out? Can you do it too? I'm like, no. And they were shocked. Like, what do you mean? I go, I don't want stupid people to vote. If people should already know to vote, I shouldn't have to tell them if I have to tell them that they don't know what they're doing and they're going to screw up my life. And the person's just staring at me like, wow, did that really just happen? Yeah, no, no, stay home. So you heard those fools, right? It's true. It's okay. It's all right. Just either educate yourself or stay home. You would not want to go in for surgery uh, if the surgeon didn't have any clue as to what he was doing, right? Or she was doing. You would, you wouldn't, you'd know. I want someone that knows what they're doing. But what if they use these big fancy words on you? 
like Dr. Randy Freeze. No, yes. get out of here. No? Uh, all right, like you compare that. Let's play 64 with Kyle Kashev, who is a, uh, he, he goes to that school down in Florida, Marjorie Stoneham Douglas. He was not allowed to speak because he doesn't believe in, in gun control is going to stop this stuff. You listen to what these idiots said and then hear what Kyle said. Here we go. Something called the Marshall Program, which was registered and implemented in Florida, and which would allow um, properly trained officers and, and, and veterans and unemployed veterans to acquire the training to protect our schools. Because we've seen in Maryland that the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Yep. And it really concerned me as to how come we did not see... You, w- you would person. have liked more armed guards at the school. Absolutely. I mean, we saw it in Maryland. He, he stopped the shooter. He did his job. And had the cowards of Broward done their job, Ooh. I think that the, the count in Parkland would have been much lower. We saw that in Maryland, that a good guy with a gun stopped a bad guy with a gun. The only way to stop an active shooter on campus is to have another person to, to eliminate him. Now, which team do you want to be on? You know, which one? The team of those people that are calling for something to be banned that they don't even know what it is? Ban high fructose corn syrup! Why? Uh, because it's from corn and stuff, and why have sugar and... Oh, yeah, crap. Crap. I don't... <clears throat> I don't know. Thanks. Thanks a lot. I mean, you know what's crazy is that it's more accepted in our society to mock someone for having no freaking clue when it comes to sports. Like, if guys are getting in on a sports conversation, and you're like, you know what? They're the Wildcats. They stink. They got to they gotta give the ball to Aiden more. But, you know, they, they just put Aiden a point guard. Let's, be, let's go really wacko. DeAndre Aiden, what, seven-foot center? You know what? They got to start that guy at point guard. That's really going to help them because he'd be so much taller than the rest of the guys. People would look at you and go, you're a frigging moron, dude. Like, you're so stupid. You have no idea what you're talking about. That is the equivalent of these people saying, ban assault weapons because they're just not needed. What are they? I don't know. But they think they should get credibility because they're out there at this march. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't follow soccer, so no. Oh, God. either. You can comment if you'd like. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Now, there's a school out there that is giving their students and teachers a weapon or weapons to take on a school shooter. But I don't think you'd want these weapons to take on someone with a gun. And they think this is literally a good idea. Wait till you hear it. It is coming up. Your jaw will hit the floor, okay? It's coming up. Five minutes. KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. For basketball. Oh, the, not the guy who hikes the ball. Well, you say center like I know. The, the tall guy plays in the middle, number five, whatever. Hi, uh, thank you for hanging out. I, you know, the guy who you, hikes the ball you, on the is, field. Was, can you know any less about sports? Probably. Okay. I don't, I don't think Name so. me a sport and I'll tell you what I know about it. Rugby. Uh, they you, drink a lot. Yes. And you, you have a scrum. Thank you. And the ball's overly Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it there because I have videos up, including the campus reform video you just heard about what is an assault weapon. We need campus reform to show up at the radio station. Ask Ryan, what is a basketball? Uh, sunny, about 72 today. Getting down to the upper 60s tomorrow, but back up into the 80s by the end of the week. Upper 80s, end of the week. Now, what? Leave me alone. I want you to hear this. This is, this is, uh, this is unbelievable. 
This is being taken seriously, kind of. There's a school, a school district, where uh, apparently the guy that runs the school district says, you know what I'm going to do to combat, uh, to protect our students and teachers and staff, to combat against a possible school shooter, what I'm going to do is put a bunch of river rocks in buckets in every classroom. So when the guy comes in with a gun, you can literally throw rocks at him. This actually happened. David Helsel. This is him explaining it, explaining it. This is in Pennsylvania, Blue Mountain School District. He is explaining this to people at a meeting. Listen to this. Here we go. Every classroom has been equipped with a five-gallon bucket full of Riverstone. Yes. If an armed intruder attempts to gain entrance to any of our classrooms, they will face a classroom full of students armed with rocks, and they will be stoned. Wow. Very, uh... Very Middle Eastern, huh? Getting stoned to death. Now, I wonder, I'd be like, you know what, dude? You go first. Show us how it's done. Let's have a shooter come in, and you face him with a bunch of rocks. And let's see who wins. I'm not not saying that rocks can't do damage. Of course they can. But when did it become acceptable to say, all right, you're a human being. I don't really value your life that much. I don't trust you enough. To give you a gun, but I'm going to give you a bucket of rocks. Now, if the kid pisses you off, of course, you could smash a kid's head open with a bunch of rocks, can't you? You mean rock control? I mean, this is the whole thing that cracks me up. So teachers can't carry guns if they, you know, even if they want to, can't carry. It's too dangerous. Who knows what they're going to do? Who knows what they're going to do? More importantly. Yes, Ryan. If you're in a classroom full of first graders and you're going to have them throw rocks. Oh, yeah. Have you seen a first grader throw anything? That is a great point. It's a great point. I mean... You know, my youngest son, who's a pitcher, mm-hmm. you don't want to throw a rock at you. But he's not in first grade. But he's not in first grade. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Let's play the next one. Uh, number 69, David Helsel explains again why this is a good idea. Give them rocks. At one time, I just had the idea of Riverstone. They're the right size for hands. You can throw them very hard, and they will, uh, they will create or cause pain, which can distract. Yes. A bunch of river rock in the class. I mean, you can't conceal it. I mean, if it's a big bucket, the kids know where it is. What if a kid wants to get a rock and throw it at a teacher? Out of control, right? All these things. Oh, yeah. Now, this is, a, this is a, the last part of it. This is part of the story from the local ABC station there in Pennsylvania. Listen to this. Let's continue. We have devices installed in our doors that help to secure them, to make it very difficult to break through. Uh, We also have, we train kids and talk about barricading the doors. This teenager is a senior at Blue Mountain High School. He and other students like the plan. It matters because it'll help us protect against the school and stuff. I mean, anything anything helps. Rocks are better than books and pencils. Parents do Mm, as well. Really? At this point, we have to get creative. We have to protect our kids first and foremost. Throwing rocks... It's an option. But not everyone thinks this is a practical line of defense. I think that's rather comical. It's absurd. Arm the teachers. Dr. Helsel says the district has no plans to arm teachers. However, Blue Mountain does have a maintenance employee who is trained and certified to work as school security and is armed. And the district plans to have more support staff get the same training to act as security. Wow. Wow. I mean, the stupidity is... Reaching new levels, isn't it? Bunch of, bunch of rocks. I'll put that on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. It'll be there, what? I get in calls, but like, you know, what if somebody, you know, rock, paper, scissors. Scissors, oh scissors loses to rocks every time. But what if you have paper? Paper beats rock. Paper cut.
Lemons. Lemons. Salt. Paper cut. And uh, isn't there a Border Patrol who was on uh, on on trial for shooting somebody who threw who's throwing rocks yes. at him? They yes. were dangerous weapons, they, right? Yes, yes. So there's no rock control? We Maybe you need to take a class on how to throw a rock properly. Right? Make sure you handle it the right way. Store it safely. Mm-hmm. Clean it properly. Well. <clears throat> what about in the 70s when you had your pet rock? Yeah, that's, it's not a toy. It's not a toy anymore. It's not a toy. 734. That actually happened. Uh, how about this coming up in about uh, six minutes? We've got a, I, I'll get one highlight for you. From the March for Our Lives, blah, 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 right? Okay, one guy going crazy. And then we have an actual Democratic sheriff candidate who basically suggests we should kill people to take away their guns. Oh, yeah. Wait till you hear it coming up in about five. Here's the latest right now on KNST from Fox. Seven forty one, thank you for hanging out. Pima County Supervisor Steve Christie calling into the show at eight ten this morning to talk about um a possibility of Pima County having a first ever sales tax to pay for the roads after the scare tactics from their unofficial spokesman, Bud Foster, the Tucson News Now reporter Bud Foster. Who uh, did a report that was uh, what the county wanted to say that uh, scaring people it'll cost you less to pay for a new sales tax than it will to fix your car. Excuse me. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, so anyway, that's coming up at eight ten and some other things as well to ask Steve. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, um, did the president does the president have something up his sleeve? Right. It was hinted that he got so much money, more than anybody asked for, for the Defense Department, $700 billion for one thing, $716 billion for another, that he's going to use that money in the Defense Department to build the border wall by declaring it a national security risk. And as a matter of fact, this morning on Fox & Friends, the Deputy White House spokesman slipped at that. We'll play that for you in just a second because I think it's really good. Uh, so I mean, maybe, maybe there's something to it. We'll just have to see. Uh, second thing I think you need to know, thank you, uh, is that the March for our lives rally happened this past weekend, but all you need to know is that they did not let anybody speak that had a, a different opinion. One of the students at the school, Kyle Cash of a conservative student doesn't believe gun control is the way believe securing schools first wasn't allowed to talk. Meadow Pollock was killed by the shooter. Her brother wanted to talk about securing the schools, protecting the students, they wouldn't let him speak either. That's what you need to know. Third thing that I think you need to know is that Trump kicked out 60 Russian diplomats from the country, closing the consulate in Seattle. You're out of here in response to a former spy being poisoned out in uh, in England. So, uh, yeah, he's on Russia's side, isn't he? Three things that I think you need to know. <clears throat> That's it. Uh, by the way, Anybody care about the whole Stormy Daniels thing? He wasn't president. If it happened, who cares? It doesn't get any worse than what he said on the all-access tape, and people still voted for him because we care about our money, security, and that kind of stuff. Nobody's perfect. Anyway, uh, let's play uh, really... Can you play really quick Hogan Gidley, and we'll play the sheriff coming up. 53, Hogan Gidley, Deputy White House Spokesman this morning on Fox. Kind of slipped. Listen to this. Here we go. There's talk that he might use that extra money to build the wall since he didn't get the funding. He, he only got 1.6. That was his Twitter. 
Yeah, right. His Twitter was saying we might use this to the military money to fund the wall. Is that going to happen? Well, I don't want to get ahead of his announcement, but I can say this is one reason that the uh, Wait, Hispanic what announcement? Calls, well, if, if, <laughs> if he's going to make an announcement how he spends that money to build the wall. Hmm. What? So the president's going to have an announcement. What announcement? Well, I don't know. The one that he's going to talk about building the wall with the money from the... What, I, <clears throat> whoops. Yeah. Because I'm getting emails. Uh, my friend Dave. The budget signing makes Trump a one-termer. George Herbert Walker Trump. Read my lips, no new taxes. I don't think so. Okay. You'd never think so. You're in the tank. Oh, okay. And how many times have I been wrong? And who's been panicking okay. about stuff? I'm not, not all the time. Just some of the things. We'll see. We shall see. Because it would have been good if he... Maybe there's something bigger in mind. I mm, Leave me alone. There's how many years are left? Leave me alone. Three, roughly? Yeah, about that. Dude, there's a long mm-hmm, road to go. Mm-hmm. But not the paved ones that we have uh, here. They're not paved at all. Anyway, so all right, so we have that. So I want you to hear a... Sh- there's a sheriff. And uh, well, this guy's running for sheriff. That's what he's running for sheriff. And... What he says is truly remarkable. Daryl Fisher, he's a Democratic candidate for sheriff. Uh, and where is he? Where is he running? Uh, is it? Where is he? I'm, I'm trying to figure that part. We have, okay, North Carolina. He's running for sheriff in Buncombe County, North Carolina. R. Daryl Fisher is his name. And you got to listen to what he said right here. This is why we need firearms. And protection. Listen to this. Here we go. First off, I would like to see the age for purchase any firearm raised between them. I think that we should ban the sale of all high-capacity magazines, handguns, and long guns. I think that we need to ban the sale of any mechanism that will allow a firearm to fire in rapid succession. Any weapon that's designed for use by the military, I think we should ban. You've heard people say, "You'll have to pry my gun from my cold dead hands." Okay. <laughs> You heard that, right? Okay, I'll do that. There you go. Wow. That's that's civility right there, Uh, right? Yeah, that is civility. It's civility. It's it's downright, uh, it's downright frightening. You know, you don't want, the whole reason we have the Second Amendment is to make sure that we don't have a tyrannical government. That's, that's the major thing, right? And you're seeing a bunch of idiots, useful idiots being used by, well, some people in the government that want a, a you know a gun ban. Let's just call it what it is. And then this guy's going, yeah, so, all right, you know, I will take that gun from your cold, dead hands. I think it's okay. We have to get it. That's what this guy was saying. And he wants to be sheriff in North Carolina. Now, you want to hear fanatical. I don't even know what this guy's name is. There's a student that just went, uh, it's at number 72. The stuff that this student said, this is like the only thing I'm going to play from the whole March for Our Lives, because it's just, it's, it's all this. Again, it's a bunch of fools just being asked to parrot the anti-gun movement's message. They don't even know what they're saying, or they kind of know what they're saying, ban assault weapons, but they don't even know what it means, how to get to it. Uh, my wife was on Instagram, because she left Facebook. She was on Instagram Saturday. And one of the, if you follow the WWE, there's these, the Bella twins. There's Nikki Bella and what's the other one's name? I don't even know. Nikki and whatever. Anyway, one of them, one of them's like this big hippie chick. She put on her Instagram page. It, you know, this is a, and I'm going to paraphrase. It's, you know, it's so good to see young people 
uh, taking a stand. We have to take a stand and protect our people from schools and protect kids. And it's good to take a stand. It's like a whole bunch of nothing. If it's Bree and Nikki, I think this is Bree. It's like a whole bunch of nothing. Nobody even knows what they're saying. Nobody knows what it means. Take a stand. We need to stand up for ourselves. We need to be safe. There's nothing there. This whole, by the way, this whole march took place in D.C. and around the country. There was a few thousand here in Tucson. And, and you know what? There is not one idea about making schools safer. Not one idea. And that's why it was like the entire um, march for our lives. It was like a gigantic interview with Pima County Superintendent of Schools, Dustin Williams. It was. It was literally, that guy literally had no clue about anything, but he just liked having discussions of things. He's the kind of guy that would be in corporate America. Let's just have meetings, meetings to have meetings. We'll solve problems. Yeah, we got a meeting to have that. Oh, yeah. Look, look, look how busy I am. Look at all these meetings I have. I color coded the meetings that I have in the towel. Oh, yeah. I had a manager one time that did that. He turned his monitor around to show me how, how cool he was. He did that for you too? Yeah. Look how busy I am. And I'm like, dude, I thought really? I was the only one. <laughs> what exactly do you do around here? So anyway, oh uh, I want you. Oh, do we have time to even play? Let's play some of it at least. Uh, this, this is what this student had to say. Here we go. Now we need to get on the phone and call our representatives and push them to stop the incumbency and take action. Now we need to educate ourselves on which politicians are truly working for the people and which ones we want to vote out. Okay. Compare this guy to because Kyle Cashin. at Cashier. the end of the day, bullets do not discriminate. So why should we? What? It is not about your race. It is not about your sexual orientation. It is not about your ethnicity. It is not about your gender. It is not about where you live or how much money you make. And it most certainly is not about political party. All it comes down to is life or death. Okay. To all the politicians out there, if you take money from the NRA, you have chosen death. What, what does the NRA if have to do with If you have not it? expressed your constituents a public stance on this issue, you have chosen death. What? If you do not stand with us by saying we need to pass common sense gun legislation, what does that mean? you have chosen death. Oh. And none of the millions of people marching in this country today will stop until they see those against us out of office. Because we choose life. <laughs> See, it was okay. What he said literally doesn't make schools safer. It was just condemning people uh, that uh, they disagree with and vote the ones they disagree with out of office right away. So here's the thing. Yes. If you take money from the NRA, what if you're a person who gives money to the NRA? You apparently also choose death. That's, oh yeah, that's a big segment. You're segregated. I know. Of course it is. That's why these guys. These. This is the this extreme minority right here. And again, I got a great email. Looks that Democratic sheriff uh, shows where the Democratic Party is today. Fellow citizens laugh. They laugh at advocating killing people to take their guns. We'll continue. Steve Christie coming up at 810 on KNST. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200.
Hello, it's 808 on this Monday, March 26th. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, people are still pissed, by the way, at what Trump did. I get it. I'm getting emails throughout the morning now. I, I, I'm pissed, too. But is there more to it? I'm just asking. Trump tweeted out over the weekend, and this is something that is very, very, very interesting. Uh, he got more money than, than he was asking for, than the Department of Defense was asking for, right? More money than what they requested. And now he's hinting via Twitter that they're going to use some of that money to build the wall. That happened yesterday in a tweet the president did because of the 700 and $716 billion gotten to rebuild our military. Many jobs are created. Our military is again rich, building a great border wall with drugs in parentheses, poison. And enemy combatants pouring into our country is all about national defense. Build the wall through money, through M, which I assume is money. So anyway, then he had one of his, uh, the deputy White House spokesman, Hogan Gidley, go on Fox and Friends earlier and slip and say, I don't want to get ahead of the president's uh, statement on this. And he said, what statement? Hang on. And he goes, well, the one about maybe or maybe not he's going to use the money to build the wall. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Second thing I think you need to know, the March for Our Lives rally in D.C., just know this. They wouldn't let anybody talk that had a differing point of view. Kyle Cash of the conservative student from that Florida high school was not allowed to speak because he thinks security is number one. Um, the brother of Meadow Pollock, she was gunned down by that killer, was not allowed to speak because he believes security is number one. Yeah, very inclusive group. Third thing I think you need to know, Trump proving once again he's in bed with Russia, right, by kicking out 60 Russian diplomats as of this morning uh, in the wake of, the, uh, of Russia, allegedly, poisoning a former spy living in England. Oh, yeah. Three things I think you need to know. So, um, Friday, we had Allie Miller on. Because we were talking about uh, the unofficial spokesman for Pima County. That's Bud Foster, Tucson News Now. Did a story about how it's a good idea, literally. It's like you just was told what to say by Chuck Huckleberry and people of Pima County. Um, it's a good idea that we get a, a first-ever sales tax in Pima County because that's what's going to be used to pay for the roads. And we need that. And we, you know, for too many years, we've had foreigners and tourists driving on the roads, ruining them, and they don't pay into it. And now they can. Now they can. They'll, yes, they will. They will pay for the roads that way. This is going to, and by the way, he also said, he's tried to scare you. This is Bud Foster. He said, you know, it's actually going to be cheaper for you to pay the tax average hundred bucks a year versus the 500 and so dollars is what it costs to fix your car every year from the, the potholes. Really? And, like, just magic, they're all going to get fixed like that. You're not going to be damaged to your car. I mean, come on. Uh, so to react to that, Supervisor Steve Christie. Steve, how you doing, man? Good morning. I'm, do- I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, Garrett. Sure. So do we need the first ever sales tax in Pima County to pay for the roads to be fixed? Well, first of all, the, the uh, issue that I think is most important is who is going to be handling and collecting that tax if it should be approved and uh, how it's going to be administrated and by who. Uh, In Friday's interview, one thing was glaringly omitted Hmm. in the whole discussion, and that is in in every plan that is coming forward, and there's two of them that are kind of working side by side, it is not Pima County that would be administering the tax. It is not Pima County that will be administering a road repair plan. Uh, People do not have faith and trust in Pima County being able to collect the tax when they say it's going to go for roads and have that tax revenue actually go for roads. 
So the, the foundation, the instrumental uh, element that is so essential in any road plan is the fact that the monies will be collected by the Regional Transportation Authority and the road repair plan will be administered by the Regional uh, Transportation transportation authority okay hang on one second not, hang on one second so that's but you know part of the rta the board ramon valadez is part of the pima county board of supervisors he sits on it satish Hiremath, the mayor of oro valley who made one of the biggest boneheaded purchases of all time in that golf course that loses millions of dollars every year that taxpayers have to pay for is on it jonathan rothschild who can't get the roads right here in tucson as they go broke they don't have enough money to pay cops he's on it uh, you have uh, you have uh, the you know chair people from the uh, the tribes on it. I mean, just because it's the RTA doesn't mean it's going to be handled well. Well, I disagree with you because the RTA has been in existence since 2006. It was voter approved that long ago for its its initial mission, which was for road improvements and enhanced mobility, and they've got a a proven track record. That is universally accepted as a, as a successful track record of over 800 to 1,000 different projects throughout Pima County that have enhanced mobility and have made uh, traffic congestion reduced. And they vary from things like the uh, intersection widenings that we see throughout Pima County, the bus pullouts, the Grant Road widening, the Houghton Road corridor widening, the Tank of Verde widening, the bridge over... Uh, the Pantano Wash at, at, at Kolb and Sabino Canyon, these are examples of how effective and how on time and under budget over 11 to 12 years now the RTA has uh, provided the county and the, and the inhabitants of the county with increased mobility and expanded road capacity. Let me ask you so, this then real quick. Why Is it possible that the RTA can take over all of the road repair for Pima County? Just get rid of the whole Pima County Department of Transportation, save taxpayers a lot of money? Absolutely they can. And the issue, again, is when they can do, when the RTA can oversee and conduct something as as vital as well as detailed and intricate and sensitive as, let's say, the Twin Peaks traffic interchange out in Marana, uh, they certainly uh, can can do something to fix our roads as far as potholes and repaving uh, failed and poor streets. But do you, do you think you can get people to support that? Valadez, Huckleberry, I mean, he, he only listens to the board, but he basically tells the other three what to do, Valadez, uh, Sharon Bronson, and uh, Dick Elias. So do you, think, well, do you think that they would actually relinquish all of the money that they get to pay a whole bunch of people to work for Pima County? That is the, uh, the, the pure essence of both of the plans that are now in effect, that the administration of the road repair plan and the collection and uh, disbursement of the revenues from a road repair tax would go to the Regional Transportation Authority, the Pima Association of Governments. And yes, they would be, they are have stated publicly for the record that they are more than willing to allow all of that tax revenue and all of those projects to be handled and administered by the Regional Transportation Authority. This wasn't brought up Friday and this is the whole issue that Pima County who, and those people that you just mentioned will have nothing to do, nothing to do with collecting that tax or dispersing that tax or administering a road repair plan. It goes strictly and solely to the Regional Transportation Authority. And if you ask those people that you just mentioned, as well as you forgot Mayor Ed Honey of Marana, yes. who's also, I think he's the 
longest-serving uh, member of that RTA board, and, and I served as chairman of that board for five years, I can tell you that they would not agree with you that uh, they are being influenced or bought off or, uh, or coerced by Chuck Huckleberry. This is an independent organization made up of all the jurisdictions throughout Pima County whose sole mission is to administrate and plan for road enhancement issues and hopefully, if things work out, a road repair plan that is independently administered away from Pima County, away from those folks that you just mentioned, and this is the most effective, transparent, and efficient way to do it. Well, okay. And by the way, this is uh, Steve Christie, Pima County Supervisor on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Now, I think the big elephant in the room, Steve, is the fact that I'm a Pima County taxpayer. Um, There is no way that I think that you guys need more of our money, more of my money. Because there is too much money wasted, squandered. Uh, the Pima County Department of Transportation is too big. The money that's the, the, that the county gets from her funds, very little of it is actually used to fix the roads. So as a taxpayer, why should I say, sure, make a new tax when you can't even use the taxpayer money that you collect right now uh, the right way? Well, that, that's obviously the foundation of why the RTA needs to administrate it, because it will go to roads. Uh, but, but then what about, you, you understand, though, that, like, the problem that, you know, again, it's like, oh. so you want me to pay even more money. So so what happens to the money that's being wasted right now? This is my freaking money. It's your money. It's our money. What the hell's going on? Well, the issue that we have that has been in place now for over two decades is the, the reality of the situation. The majority of the board are the ones that set the policy and uh, support the programs set forth by the county administrator and uh, they have been in, in power controlling that board for all these years, so there really is no way to change that priority of spending unless there's a complete change of the board uh, of supervisors, and the earliest that can happen is not till 2020, and in the meantime, our roads continue to become more and more decrepit and fall apart and more expensive to repair. So the point you're making is, yeah, let's pointing out the, the misspending, and let's, let's uh, shine that spotlight on the priorities of, of what we need to be spending our money on in Pima County. Uh, that's a great thing, but uh, i got to tell you, how's that been working for us? For yeah, but I mean, that's the thing is that nobody wants to keep throwing money away, and, and you know, you say it's, it's going to not make a dent. You know, what, is, what is it going to make, the, the sales tax? How many millions of dollars a year? 10? 15? No. 20? No, 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 no. No, the, the, well, the, property the tax. current plan. Yes, the current plan is to enhance uh, the already existing yeah. absent RTA sales tax to a full tax, which is estimated to generate some eight hundred million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, eighty to ninety million dollars a year, or eight hundred million dollars over uh, ten years. Over a ten-year per- period. So that I, I think you're you're mistaking the the. Uh, Property, property tax. tax, yes. Okay, so $800 million, $80 million bucks a year. That's just more more taxes that we have to take. Um, now, what I, what I want to know is also is that, all right, you could say that, but then why are we paying for things that make literally no sense? We're paying for the courthouse. We're paying for the soccer fields. And as Allie Miller said, unless she's wrong, it was a four-to-one vote to continue to mortgage county-owned buildings, taxpayer-owned buildings, to get money to pay for a courthouse and a soccer field that people voted down in a bond a few years ago. You, you supported that. I did. And uh, how that courthouse renovation uh, plan got uh, initiated, uh, 
that train left the station long before I got on the Board of Supervisors. I would assume that it was discussed and presented by the then board, um, uh, but I was elected to the Board of Supervisors after all of that happened, and uh, perhaps Supervisor Miller would, would know best because she's been there that long and she should be able to know how the, that whole uh, scenario started. But what we're facing with and what I felt is the most important issue that is facing us is that after all this work on the, on the courthouse, that we have to turn that courthouse into a cash revenue producing entity. And that's what we approved four to one last week. It was to approve the leases of the tenants that are going to produce this money and generate this revenue in the courthouse. So you, pre- uh, so you guys approved lending money to the U of A that they're eventually going to pay back, but why did you have to lend money to the U of A to begin with? They have hundreds of millions of dollars. They are, they are going to be paying for all of the, the uh, tenant improvements and the cost of the exhibits to the tune of $10 million. The U of A will be paying for that. Uh, but you guys the lent them the money, other, ahead, but they got the money ahead of time, right? Well, there, there is what they call the uh, certificates of participation yeah, yeah. To, uh, to, to prime the pump on this thing. But the University of Arizona is paying that back. And with interest. Yeah, but, I mean, but why? why in the, I mean, shouldn't that money be used to fix Roe? I mean, you can go through a gazillion things and, and find $300 million in like in about 20 minutes in the budget and in other things to fix the roads. No? Yeah. Yes, you can. So then, that, and, that, then this, uh, this is why it's like, okay, but, so you, you just gave up the fight. You just, you just gave up. You said, you know, that's it. It's all right. We're going to continue to pay for Chuck to, to get his soccer fields do the courthouse, all these, all these things that literally make no sense. You just threw in the towel. No, that, well, that's, that's a, the situation at hand. What we have to deal with is, you know, again, we have to keep our priorities straight, but you've got a three to two uh, majority on that board, and that has not changed, and that has not even bent the will of the board at all to change its priorities. So should you... How, should how's you, that, yeah, how but, has that approach been working for Yeah, but so the then... Is it a better approach then to just bend and go to what they want? No, the the best the best approach is to fix our roads, and that's the approach I want to take. the The evidence that is gathering in Pima County, and it's significant through polls and other samplings of, of uh, residents that live in Pima County, is that they are willing to pay more in taxes to make sure that that money that is generated by that tax goes to fixing the roads. That is the number one priority. There hasn't been one square inch of roads fixed, at least in the last five and a half years. So that approach is not working. Okay, I want to pick it up. Can you, can, you, can you hang on for me for just one? i got to take a quick time out. Can you hang on for me just a couple of minutes? I have some more questions. Sure. Is that okay? Thanks. All right, Pima County Supervisor Steve Christie's on KNST AM790. I have a few more questions uh, for him about this, and uh, I want to thank him because he is calling uh, while on the road for the holidays. We'll continue coming up in five. KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 8.30, Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Sunny 72, upper 60s tomorrow, late 80s, or upper 80s, I should say, late 80s by the end of the week. Uh, we're going to continue now with Pima County Supervisor Steve Christie. Steve, thanks for hanging out. I appreciate it. You bet. Okay. Um, so, let me just ask you this. All right, on Allie Miller's website, AllieMillerDistrict1.com, she had a challenge. 30 days to find a billion dollars to fix the roads. She found 30 different items that could add up to $1.1 billion, over $1.1 billion. And I guess this is the problem. 
one, can you guys do more? Can anything be done to bring more attention? I think that's what it is. Instead of spending more taxpayer dollars, can it be exposed that the supervisors and Huckleberry need to do more? And two, when it came to the things that you voted for, you voted four to one. Uh, Ali was a lone vote against it in funding the soccer fields from, for, uh, to be built and funding the courthouse. The taxpayers explicitly voted no on those things. Shouldn't you have done what the taxpayers wanted? Well, first of all, I did not vote in favor of the soccer field. That was uh, that was a three to two vote, uh, and that that still there's a, a lot coming up on that too that um, I, I will not be supporting. Okay. Um, then the courthouse. The courthouse was voted down for you know the, in the in the bonds and courthouse. Yeah. The courthouse. I feel at this particular point because it was uh, as I said something that was started uh, some years ago to renovate it. What we're faced right with, with right now is, is we've got this property with these renovations and we've got an investment in it and we need to turn that courthouse into a cash revenue producing entity. How does a courthouse you know, become a okay, cash revenue generator? Well, well let, me, let me explain a couple of things. First of all, we've talked about what the university is going to do with their gem and mineral show uh, and what they're going to be spending uh, and paying for, including the tenant improvements and the cost of the exhibits. We've also know that the uh, entity Visit Tucson is going to be removing themselves from their old location and into the new courthouse, paying at or above market rates for that, too. And one of the things, uh, actually a couple of things that were not mentioned Friday that are going to enhance and generate revenue for the courthouse and for Pima County is even as we speak, there is a very prominent uh, developer in town. He's basically an I- iconic pillar of uh, Tucson business community. He is finishing up with the University of Arizona a naming gift of multiple millions of dollars and is collaborating with a foundation to enhance the activities and the displays and all of the uh, improvements that are going to take place at the courthouse. That is going to be a huge thing that's coming up any day now. The, set, the second thing we've got working right now that was not mentioned Friday is there is a multi-billion dollar international company called Real Real. And Real Real has already committed uh, up to $2 million to utilize the second floor of the courthouse to uh, create a chair of gemology. And what they do is they verify valuable items, everything from gems, diamonds, gold, to artwork, to furs, to all of these things, and they have committed already $2 million, and I've heard from the foundation collaborator that they're going to increase that maybe upwards of 8 to $9 million. So we've got all of these things working, and, you know, don't take it for me that these things are going. You need, you've always been very fair about bringing in the other side on this, and I would encourage you to ask Bob Logan, who's the, who's the, the College of Science, who knows all about the Gem and Mineral Show. I urge you uh, to contact um, Eric Fritz with the university who's spearheading the plans with Real Real. I urge you to reach out to Alex Strauss to find out the plans for the foundation's efforts to enhance the courthouse's use. Okay, hang on a second. This, this is my wife. If you can hang on even more, it'd be great. But I have questions really quick. Who the hell came up? And I know you weren't there, but the county, the, the, the voters said no to the courthouse. Who the hell is going to go visit a courthouse to go see this stuff? Nobody's. I I can't wait to go visit the court. I mean, there are sometimes bad people that are in the courthouse. The last thing that people want to do is go visit a place and bring the family to where people are walking by and getting cuffed or who knows what. 
And then that that's a big tourist attraction only in Tucson. Would this make sense? Will you uh, admit, though, that the Tucson Gen, Gen and Mineral Show is perhaps the biggest economic sure. driver? Sure. Why, why, did, why did they have to have and, it in the and courthouse? Then have, then, and then you have this terrific enhancement of the courthouse, all centered around Gem and Minerals and tourism and attractions. You but, think that these tens, uh, tens of thousands of visitors that come to the Gem and Mineral, do you think maybe they might just have an interest in visiting that courthouse to see those displays? Why at a courthouse, though? I mean, we have dozens of empty buildings around. <laughs> Why a courthouse? We we have dozens of empty buildings around. Why a courthouse? Well, the the repurposing for it is perfect for these types of exhibits, and you got to admit it, it must be uh, some sort of an attraction for the courthouse. Otherwise, these entities would not be committing millions and millions of dollars to invest in the courthouse to have it to inhabit it and to create these these uh, uh, entities that are going to be generating revenues and payments to Pima County for the use of that space. So the whole thing, the, the payment of the courthouse, is really going to be funded by people that are going to basically rent out the floors above the courthouse to pay for it. Basic, that basically, yes. And uh, they will be uh, private capital will be coming in with the uh, naming gift. Private capital will be coming in with the real, real investment. I mean, these, these are... are brand new in, uh, entities that are so um, interested in doing this that they've committed millions and millions of dollars. We're going to be hearing about all of this soon. We didn't hear about it last Friday, but these okay. entities that are coming into the courthouse are huge, and they're going to be spending millions of dollars on that courthouse. Okay, I know you're away, but can you hang on for a few more minutes, put the phone down, get a cup of coffee? I have just a few more questions, if that's okay. I'd love it. I'm here. Okay, thank you. Hang on. Uh, more of Steve Christie coming up. Here's the latest from Fox. Eight forty-three. Garrett Lewis with you. KNSDAM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Thank you for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Will there be some kind of uh, trickeration done by President Trump? Deputy White House spokesman Hogan Gidley hinted that the president may have an announcement about how to pay for the border wall out of the trillions, trillions that he has received recently for the uh, the Defense Department. Is it a national security crisis? We'll have to see. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, the big rally in D.C., March for Our Lives, uh, they wouldn't let anybody speak that had a differing point of view. They stopped one of the students from that Florida school, Kyle Kasher, from talking because he doesn't think gun control works. School security should be the focus. And one of the uh, girls that was murdered by that shooter, Meadow Pollock, her brother was going to talk about school security. They wouldn't let him talk either. Isn't that nice? It's all you need to know. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, Trump, yeah, in bed with Russia? No, he just kicked 60 Russian diplomats out of the country because of the alleged uh, Russian poisoning of a former agent that took place in Britain. There you go. But he's uh, he's the puppet of Putin. Yeah, okay. Three things I think you need to know. Now back to uh, Pima County Supervisor Steve Christie on KNST AIM 790. Hey, Steve, thanks for sticking with me, man. Hey, you bet. And I just want to clear up, I think, a misimpression you have of the historic courthouse. Yes. That courthouse has not housed prisoners or courtrooms for decades. I think the last uh, prisoner they had there was John Dillinger. Hmm. That is not a place now that is used or has not been used for decades to have, to have anything to do with the criminal justice system. It was built in 1920, and maybe for uh, 25, 30 years after that, there was uh, 
jail activity, but not since those days. My wife and I went down there and got our marriage license in 1981. And yep. there, yeah, so that is not, it's not a situation where there's criminals or hardcore thugs or anything like oh, that. Oh, yeah, and I got you. I mean, Ryan and I were talking, Ryan's like, I think I got my marriage license from there. But here's the thing again. Okay, so you have that. Um, the county is now basically hoping that, that we lost spring training, we lost reasons to get people here. I know we have the Gem and Mineral Show. People, you know, flood in here for a couple of weeks a year, right? Um, yeah. You think people are going to literally come to Tucson? We have the best weather in the country. We have great resorts. You think people are literally going to come here because we have a bunch of rocks at a courthouse when the U of A already has an entire, uh, in one of the science museums they have on campus, they actually already have a whole uh, a, a whole big, uh, I, I guess, example of the rocks and the gems and all that other stuff. Well, apparently that, that display that you're just referring to on campus is, is far inadequate for the value of that, that display, and that is why they want to move to a better facility with better room and uh, a higher exposure. And, yes, we have tens of thousands of people that come worldwide to the Jetman Mineral Show. It's the biggest economic driver in our community, and we have a, re- a renovated and re- renewed uh, downtown with several hotels. That's been the biggest complaint about the Gem and Mineral Show folks yes. to come is that they can't get any any rooms downtown. We've got, what, three, four hotels going in? Yeah, but there's no so there show. This is this is just a, uh, you know, you go up there and you check out the rocks. I mean, people come here because they want to play golf, and they come here because they want the resorts and the, the nice weather when it's crappy everywhere but, else. But, but, but when people come to the Gem and Mineral Show, they're here for one thing, and that's to either display their own wares and sell them or to see what other people are selling yeah. in the in the Gem and Mineral Show. They are rock hounds. They are enthusiasts. Enthusiasts. They're going to be downtown anyway, visiting our bars and restaurants and staying in our hotels. This will be a perfect venue uh, to bring in those people who have uh, such a deep interest in Gem and Minerals. And the whole the whole venue there, the old courthouse, the historic courthouse, will be a display for that. It it makes a perfect connection with that show and making Tucson. World renowned. I guess, I guess this, you yeah, know, I, I got you. I guess what's frustrating, Steve, is that, again, we have one supervisor that literally figured out $1.1 billion that could be reallocated to fixing the roads. And the biggest well, thing people, hang on, hang on, hang on. The yeah, biggest I, thing people complain about are the roads stink. Nobody's like, I wish I had a, a new courthouse that had uh, gem and minerals so people can go see it. They're like, I wish the roads were fixed. And it seems well, that nothing, that, nothing is, there's like no keeping the eye on the ball. I mean, if you want something that's going to be economic development, it's going to be roads. People don't want to put businesses in. They don't want to open businesses because the roads are crappy. And this, this exactly. is what we've got to deal with. And then it's like, you know, I mean, if you voted no, it would have been a good symbol, I, I believe. And what would have been the downfall if you voted no and, and, and somehow the courthouse didn't get the $25 million that taxpayers didn't want to pay for anyway? If I voted no, it would have passed anyway. Anyway, because of the board majority would have voted for yes. it, so it would have been three to two. Yeah. But that's that's besides the point. Going back to your original uh, assertion about the supervisor you're referring to that has created this list of all these uh, misappropriated spending, she's done a great job of of keeping the spotlight on all of these things that could or could not be uh, uh, misprioritized and misappropriated monies. And I, I, I applaud her efforts, and I look at that list, I think, wow, that's an impressive list. And at the bottom, what is even more impressive is that dollar amount that she's derived from that list. But after looking at all that, everybody should be asking that supervisor, 
Gee, that's a really impressive list and a really impressive bottom line. So what's your plan to fix the roads and how soon can it start? There is no way to connect what she has done with that list to getting that money down to our roads. And that's why we need to develop our own plan and own revenue source dedicated solely and primarily to fixing our roads. She can find these things till the cows come home, and I, I, I'll support her efforts on that as much as I can, but she's not going to find the money to fix the roads in the budget because the current board is comprised and has been comprised for 20 years. So and probably yeah. will be after that. So, so is there anything you guys can do to call more attention to it, or is it just me that lets you guys talk, and everybody, the rest of the board's welcome to talk, but you get guys like Bud Foster who only do basically press releases? All I can say is, is that uh, that approach with, with putting out that list, it's a, it's a good approach because it keeps the, those issues at the forefront. But how's that been working, working for us fixing the roads? Since that list has been derived and that bottom line has been calculated, not one square inch of roads have been repaired or fixed in Pima County. It's doing no good. That's why we need to center on our own local plan, either through the state or through the Pima County Board of Supervisors to make sure that our roads get fixed. That's the most important thing. I guess what, and yeah. just, just, not, not to go around in circles, but I guess, you know, I'm speaking for my audience and a lot of listeners in that, okay, we get it. Allie points this out and you have, a, you know, three people that just don't want to use their brains or if they, they don't have a brain, who knows? And you have Huckleberry who, who continues to bloat government like there's no tomorrow. Um, they keep getting away with it. And now, Steve, you're asking us to pay even more in tax. And it's like, when does it ever end? And, and again, the people are saying we voted against these things, yet apparently our vote doesn't matter because Chuck Huckleberry and his little cronies over there, they said, screw you, voters. We're flipping you the bird. We're going to do it anyway. Well, we can take that approach, and it's a valid one to take, but it does nothing to fix our roads. And I mm. believe, and I've always stated, that the most important issue we have in Pima County is one thing and one thing only, and that's to just fix the roads. And that approach is not working. It hasn't done anything to fix our roads, and it hasn't for the last 20 years. And the way the districts uh, for supervisors are derived, I doubt if we will ever get a board majority. So uh, then, okay, on, I got uh, you. So then, then why didn't you vote against it? Because should the, should the county be in the business of fixing up courthouses, or should the county, for tourist purposes, or should the county be in the business of fixing roads? The county has invested, obviously, a lot of money in that courthouse, and it's time that the taxpayers got that money back. And the only way to do that is to lease the spaces that are, are in process of being leased right now to create revenue to pay back that investment and then some, along with all of the other developments of the naming rights, the real, real corporation, and all of the other entities that want to be in that courthouse and are willing to pay millions to do so. Okay, and wait, here, real quick, I know I got you on that, and I don't mean to cut you off, I'm just running short on time. So again, what's frustrating is that the U of A tuition goes up, 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 up. I talk about all these crazy things going on at the U of A, and you can't control that, but the U of A has an endowment, and they have hundreds of millions of dollars. Why should the taxpayers have to give out a loan to the U of A so they could be in part of the, uh, and I don't think they should even spend money, they should just lower tuition instead of paying the county back with interest to have a bunch of rocks on on display. But why should the taxpayers front the U of A money when they have more money than all of us? Well, I think that that's a, a great uh, analogy to draw, and I can't give you an answer on that, other than the fact that there, the U of A is spending $10 million in that courthouse, and then some, 
not only to pay back the investment, but to pay their own tenant improvements and to expand the whole venue of uh, a major issue in, in Pima County, which is our Jevon Mineral Show. I, that's the, that's the, I think the issue is we've got to get that courthouse generating revenue to make up for whatever was put into it to renovate it. Okay. Steve, man, I appreciate the time. I hope you have a happy Easter. When you get back into town, maybe the next couple of weeks we'll get uh, some some more talk about this, all right? I would like that very much. I appreciate the opportunity to come on your show. You've got to take care. Steve Christie, Pima County Supervisor. You can comment coming up on KNST. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's LUCK to 200-200. Oh, hello. Hi. What's going on? What a Monday. We still haven't even scratched the surface of the prep, Ryan. Not even from Friday. You made me do all that work at 4.30 in the morning. It's good for you. It's good for you. you Morning ritual. Don't say it. I know her. She calls me quite often. I'm not saying what she calls me, but she... Anyway. Calls you late for dinner. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that's it. Three. uh, It's Kara Lewis, by the way. What do you have dinner at my parents' house for? I'm I'm like flustered now. Thinking of Ryan's mom, looking like Ryan with like long hair, the goatee, you name it. Anyway, <laughs> don't tell my dad. It's uh, it's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, people are still pissed at the Trumpster for signing that horrible omnibus bill. But is there something more to it? He put out a tweet yesterday where he hinted at maybe using all the money he got in the Defense Department to build the wall, basically saying it's a national security risk. That'd be interesting, right? That'd be interesting. Uh, and even one of his, uh, his deputy White House spokesmen slipped up. We'll play the sound by later this hour. He slipped up and said, yeah, I don't want to get out in front of the president. What he has to say. And they're like, what do you have to say? Well, I don't know my, whether he does or doesn't talk about having the military build the wall. I don't know. I mean, it was, it was crazy. It's a big deal. We'll play that for you. Second thing I think you need to know, the March for Our Lives happened. All you need to know is, uh, there was a, there's a student or well, there are students that don't agree with the ones running around trying to ban guns. Uh, Kyle Kashev is a student at that Florida high school, and he was not allowed to talk because he believes securing the school is the most important thing, not banning guns. So they said, you can't talk. And then one of the girls that was killed by the shooter, Meadow Pollock, her brother Hunter, wanted to talk about securing the schools and talk about his sister. And they said, you can't talk. Isn't that nice? Third thing I think you need to know, yeah, Trump's in bed with Russia so much that he just kicked 60 Russian diplomats out of the country this morning because uh, it seems that Russia... Well, it looks like they killed a guy, or at least, well, they poisoned. They poisoned a guy that was a former spy living in Britain. So there you go. Three things I think you need to know. And by the way, we'll get uh, your reaction. I'm getting a lot of reaction to what Steve Christie had to say. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. I see what he's saying. Look, we got to do something. But, I mean, are you cool with having your taxes raised again? I mean, you got to pay another tax. So basically what he's saying, and I get it. He's like, look, look, Sharon Bronson... Uh, Supervisor Dick Elias, his name is Richard, but we only have four hours, so we can't call him Richard. We call him Dick just to save time. So Supervisor Dick Elias and uh, Ramon Valadez, they're three people that are just so dumb that they misappropriate your money to fix the roads. They, they, they won't even have a backbone to look and find where they can take money out of the budget and put it toward roads. They don't, since they won't do their job correctly, you're going to have to pay more in a new thing called a sales tax. 
and that'll be managed by other people, and that will get the roads fixed. So you're going to have to pay more in tax dollars because the people on the board can't do the damn job correctly. That's what Steve Christie basically wants you to do. And what he said about Allie Miller, oh, it's nice that she put that whole list together of $1.1 billion in the budget that could be used to fix the roads. But how's that working? Well, I don't know. Put some more pressure. Should we just give up? Valadez, Dick Elias, and Sharon Bronson, the driver, they never give up. They, they just keep on wasting, right? The hell is the? I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's just frustrating. And by the way, when this goes to voters for Pima County tax increase, and when they voted down, what's the next thing? I mean, you should have voted these people out. Listen, this is the problem right here. There is There are Republicans that wanted Sharon Bronson to win. There was a legitimate Republican named Kim DeMarco who was running against Sharon Bronson. And then there was a, uh, a group of Republicans. Republican ad. I mean, there's a guy that's a Republican who runs an ad agency. And you know what? They backed Sharon Bronson. It was Republicans for Bronson. And she won by like 1,400 votes. Why? Because they want to make sure Chuck Huckleberry wasn't fired. Because if all of a sudden Kim DeMarco gets on there, you got Kim, you got Steve Christie, you got Allie Miller, and they fire Huckleberry. But Huckleberry, they're all boys together. These, some of these developers, some of these big money people in Pima County, and they wanted to make sure Chuck stayed in charge. It sucks. It's the swamp. That's it. It's the swamp. Now, before we get your reaction, and I promise you we will, there is something huge going on as of today. Something huge. And it involves me, so I have to talk about it because it's damn entertaining. Zero Res has been a heck of a, an advertiser, and they do great. I mean, this morning, I got, I got a Facebook message this morning um, about how great of a job Zero Res did at, at, uh, at a, listener's, a listener's house. He even took a picture of it. He literally took a picture of it and sent it to me. Uh, Christopher did it. I thank you, Christopher, for sending that to me. I'll even, and I have the uh, the owner of Zero Res right down here, Scott Zero Res Tucson. Scott is here in studio. With, we have a major announcement. Uh, this is something that you're gonna like. Yeah, Christopher, look at this. You see this right here? He took a picture of the Zero Res van. Oh yeah. And look he put that. a thumbs up, and I said, "Cool, did everything go well?" I said, "Excellent, did a fantastic job." Nice. Otherwise, we were gonna just you know cause some uh, cause some hell. <laughs> so apparently, listen, this is all thanks to you. This is all thanks to you. Zero Res, you've had a lot of success. Yes. Your business has grown. Yeah, we're, we're four years here in Tucson. As we're coming up on four years this summer. Mm-hmm. And really? We have, I can't believe it's four years already. God, I'm getting old. We have, we've quadrupled. Okay. I mean, every year we're almost, we're almost doubling in size. That's so fantastic. It's, it's been great. Because you're doing great work. Yeah. I mean, advertising works on this station, but if you're not doing a good job, people aren't going to do it. And by the way, I wouldn't pitch it. And I wouldn't talk about it if it wasn't good. And we're and you know what we get a lot of questions from from people that are that are fans of yours. How good looking I am? Yes, yeah. that's question number one. How tall I am? And then number two is, yeah. does he really use you guys? And and I can oh my tell God, you, yeah. I'm out at your house twice a year. Yes. Me personally, not counting when my guys come out. You're mm-hmm. using us about three times a year. Yeah, yeah. And I make a point to come out and say hi and hang out with you and your wife because you guys are awesome. It's because the so. rest of my family's dirty. Yeah. <laughs> And I have to make it's sure a, that I stay clean. You know the cat thing? That's another story I get uh-huh. that people ask about all the time is the cat. And and I always just You've thought... You've seen the cat. I He's thought, huge. I thought that that was kind of a story that maybe happened once, and you're kind of like, you know, maybe playing it up. No. Last time I was cleaning your house, I cleaned your bedroom. I walked out to clean uh, your son's room. That cat threw up, and the amount of vomit... <laughs> Is like an adult human. Because he's a Maine Coon. It is unbelievable. He's like 17 pounds, and like 12 of it is fur. I mean, he's a long cat to begin with. 
Yeah, you're not exaggerating. But I mean, I have to brush him like three times a week, and even then, it's not good. Even this morning, thank God he did it on the tile next to me. I'm like, really, dude? In the middle of prepping, I'm like in the zone. I hear, and I'm like, oh, dude. I mean, and he just yells at me to pick him up so he can eat. You got to love that cat because no, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't work in my house. Yeah. So here's the thing. Zero Res <clears throat> has added a new truck. Because we're growing. And they've named it Garrett. <laughs> they have a picture of me on it as well. It's true. <clears throat> hey, we're going to have to take some pictures. We name, we name our trucks instead of numbering them. It's kind of fun as a, as a group yes. thing for the guys. Yes. So we all vote on, mm-hmm. on you know, what the next name should be. Yes. And your name came up in the voting. See that? And you won. It would never happen in this building because everybody hates me here. <laughs> but... But so so you can call Zero Res at 441-2441 and say, listen, I need you to come out and clean my tile, my carpet, my couch, whatever it is. And I want you to send the Garrett truck. The Garrett truck. And you'll see it around town, not just because it has my picture on it and my name, but it only goes right. Actually, it runs a little hotter than the other trucks that and, too, it, and it only turns right. Yeah. Yep. It has got a loud horn. It only goes right. <laughs> And it permanently has a right blinker on. <laughs> what I'm most impressed about is that they actually have your picture in there. Actual size. Shut up, jerk. <laughs> Shut up, jerk. But it's you true, need to though. see this. It's true. <laughs> should, we, should we have put smaller tires on it? Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm, I'm right here. <laughs> so it gets even better. So, uh, And by the way, this, uh, this is a cheap plug for me and, and for KNST. Listen, if you're a business owner, because there are business owners that listen and they email me and they tweet me and they whatever. What the hell are you waiting for to advertise? It freaking works. Call you? Really? What have you done for me? <laughs> so what have you done a, for there's me? There's a salesperson in here that's saying, yes, have them call me. Have them, I... Sonia's great. He I'm already was going to advertise. I'm going to give her the plug. Sonia's amazing. <laughs> no. she, she helps me with everything yes, I need. Yeah, yes. And KNST is a fantastic yes. station. So yes. I'm, well, I'm endorsing it as well. Well, thank you. Again, that's, it makes a big, big, big... I love this, by the way, from, from owners. I'm busy enough. I actually got that from one. So you don't, I mean, Matt, would you ever have that attitude, Scott? I no. Because no. no, Scott just, he hires more people. We'll expand. And buys more vehicles, creating more jobs for himself, his people, and people that make the trucks. And then they name it Garrett. And by the way, I'd love to get a Garrett 2, a Garrett 3, a Garrett 4, a Garrett 5. Ryan, four mouths of feet. Ryan Jr. Ryan Jr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Junior's man. okay. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Here we go. Is it painted sweet orange like my pants? Yeah. <laughs> I have orange pants. Um, you know what they say. Thank you. Special kind of got to pull off those pants. Thank you very much. It's true to wear them. To wear them, not to pull them off. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but just to wear them. So anyway. Uh, I like Wham songs. I do like Wham songs. So <laughs> this is all taken out of context. So really quick also, this is what's even better. So uh, I'm the only uh, media personality in town that now has a Zero's truck. I can't thank yes. you enough for that. Yeah. Hell, right. you, know, you know, you call, you get it. Maybe I'll be driving it one day. Maybe I'll get canned from here and I'll go to work for Scott. Who knows? I got the keys for you right there here. There you go. Sweet. <laughs> got your name on it. And the only station that comes in on that vehicle is 790. So we're good with that. It's, it's locked in. It's we locked. super glued yes, the, exactly. the button. You can't touch. <laughs> so here's the best part. So across the hall, we have a, we have a radio station and it's, it's just great. And there's a morning crew and they're just they're like the best people ever. No, it's okay. So they also do some advertising. I mean, not nearly with the same amount of success that I have. But it's still, you know, it does okay. I mean, they don't have a truck with their names on it, right? <laughs> so, so here's the thing. I told Scott to go over there because Scott gives some, some copy points for people to read. Like, I don't even need them. Because it's just, it, it's, it's natural. So I told Scott to go over there. Don't say, shh, don't say anything. I said, go over there and tell them, look, for the month of April, we really are growing a lot. 
and we have a new truck. We need to get it busy. And it's the Garrett Lewis truck. So we need you guys to talk about Garrett, the Garrett truck on your radio station, just to see their reaction, just to hold it, hold your I'm face. A, I'm going to have to hold a straight face. Hold on your that. straight face as long as you can as they start to cry and get mad and their small little egos get bruised. That would be the funny. Tell it. You need to talk about Garrett. You need to talk about the Garrett truck. This is what you need to say. You know what would make your station work better if you talked about another station? Exactly. <laughs> it is, actually would. That is brutal. anyway. Uh, yeah. No. I think that'd be. I think it'd be, it'd be awesome. That'd be we awesome. Should, we should video that and mm. put it on your social media page. Well, like I said, we need to get the sales manager involved. So it looks official, and and the salesperson, the direct salesperson as well. All in in the same room. Go look at this is the deal for this month. You guys got to do it. You got to really pull, put, put yourselves behind it and get that truck out there. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That'd be just so. I want to watch it too. I want to video. Can you videotape it, Sony? Can you walk in there with them and just kind of hold your phone and just video? I want to see them start to cry. It would just be funny to me. It would just be because. <laughs> This is not too inside. You get it. You get it. You listen. You understand. Um, did you have to take out was it extra insurance on the vehicle because my picture is on it? I haven't, I haven't looked into that. Okay. Oh. Are people scared to drive the vehicle? I didn't look at the downside of this now. I want to know how many people flip it, the bird, every single day. Oh. We, need to, we need to keep track of these things. Keep a tab. Keep a running tab on this. <laughs> Uh, did you have it on there too, right next to uh, my name? Did yeah. you have, did you have, yeah, yeah. Did you have the statement "Making Carpet Cleaning Great Again"? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is so good. Listen, dude, I can't thank you enough. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Thank you for everything you've done oh, for us. Man. This is this has been amazing here in Tucson since since we've got here, and we just continue to grow. It's, mm-hmm. it's great. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. And by the way, just for the record, I'm not trying to get you involved in this stuff. But I asked Scott, because we just had Steve Christie on, Pima County Supervisor, said, how much damage happens to your vehicles because of the bad roads in Pima County? A lot. Yeah, I mean, we we go through all, I mean, these are really heavy vehicles to start Mm -hmm. with. We carry our own water on the van, so we're running about a 9,000-pound van, which is, you know, double what what a normal cleaning vehicle is running. And yeah, we have a lot of repairs. I mean, I, you know, I was telling you personally, I ride a motorcycle. I've had over $2,000 in repairs to my bike just from bad roads. There's roads that I avoid. I saw the list. Who was the, who was the lady? Allie Miller. Yes. Allie Miller did a great list. And, you know, I thought half the stuff on there was good stuff, you know, no complaints, but not higher priority than what the roads are. Mm-hmm. That is, That's like the number one thing, isn't it? It, it is the number one thing in Tucson. Mm-hmm. You got to get on that. Mm-hmm. Help save, help, help small businesses save some money and and get that fixed. There you go. And do you, do you think that, would you like to pay another tax on top of what you're paying oh now, even though the money's already there? No, that's the frustrating point is the mm-hmm. money. The money's there. Please. Use it wisely. <laughs> Please use it wisely. So you, you wouldn't waste your money like that in your line of work, would you? No, no. We're, we, we track our dollars. <laughs> Unlike the yeah. government. Oh, we know where well, it's going. Well, there you go. There you go. Well, they got so many. How do you yeah. keep track of all those dollars? I'm sorry, Scott. You just lost the county bid to clean all the county uh, buildings <laughs> and the carpet because they're going to hate you now. But it's you're doing can we, okay. Can we send the Garrett Lewis van to the county hey, That would buildings? be awesome. <laughs> security, security. The Garrett Lewis van is on the prim- <laughs> Uh Is my is the water on my van over there with my picture on it more empowered than the others? Always. It should be. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> just making sure. Like I said, it runs hot. Extra empowerment. When when you clean Sony the salesperson's uh, house, I want you to send my van there so she has to look at my face, <laughs> even when I'm not working. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There you go, dude. That is awesome. But anyway, call ZRS to get your carpet clean, your tile, you name it, your couch. Again, I always like to say, you know, what part of your body goes on the couch? Mm. Your butt. Things that happen there, they are not clean. 
That's why zero. And by the way, Scott, you may need, we have an, my wife with the, with our black shedding dog mm-hmm. and our uh, brown colored shedding cat that sheds cats every day. You laughed at the fact that my wife picked an ivory colored couch. It was poorly chosen. <clears throat> it would have been nice without the animals, but it, you know. And then and then he's like, "Check this out, man! I thought we were clean people. We had the dog covers on there, right?" You guys, you guys are clean, though. I mean, you guys do a good job of keeping the house clean. Well, thank you. But then he like he like looked and and it was. He's like, check this out. And he's cleaning the couch. He did half a cushion. One cushion was like yellow and the other oh, one was yeah. the ivory color. I'm like, oh my God, we're disgusting. Yeah, I've got that. Here, I've got- <laughs> so here's the thing is your couch didn't look bad, but that's just years of buildup, right? So I've got that picture on Facebook, oh, on, on our Facebook are you- page. <laughs> <laughs> Have I not told you about that? No. See how oh, dirty yeah. Garrett is. <laughs> Garrett, the Garrett's dirty gross. boy. That's, that's my wife and my now two kids. I blame them and the dog and the cat. As a matter of fact, I never even go on the couch. <laughs> anyway, uh, dude, thank you so much for uh, boosting my ego. Can we organize the, the entire sales staff to go outside and stare at it? <laughs> I think we should. We need pictures and video. Yes, well. we need them to look at it. Shut down all stations for two minutes. Moment yeah, exa- of silence. Thank you, yes. To we'll go out there and we'll look. go out and we'll hold hands around it. And the best part is when there'll be salespeople out there and be like, who's that on the van? And... <laughs> Is that one of our guys? <laughs> Who's that guy? <laughs> yeah. You know it's true. It's sad but true. Look, even I'm getting texts from my mother. <laughs> What's she say? OMG, I am vomiting like Jack right now. Could they have made your ego any larger? <laughs> it is the extended van. Exact. Thank you. <laughs> now I just need a KNST bumper sticker. Is, is it the you ex- give me that, I'll put that on there right now. <laughs> we have it. We don't have it. <laughs> Because you're in sales. Go sell something. Anyway, uh, no, that, that was cutting the budget along with everything else. <laughs> but everything's going to be better from now on. So it's awesome. Uh, listen, it's the, it's the extended van? It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Biggest one they make. <clears throat> you know, we have lots of, uh, lots of commercials, apparently, that fit right in with that on this station. So. Well, that's the only way to get the life-size picture of you on the van. <laughs> we, exactly. <laughs> All right. It is a one-to-one picture so when you see (laughs) so when you see the zero res van in the left turning lane but making a right you'll know it's mine because they have no control over that (laughs) don't get mad at them for it okay all right uh dude thank you so much again zero res in tucson you guys are the best uh i you know i hope i do commercials forever for you guys me too uh and uh and again i can't thank you enough we'll get pictures on the website uh because it's just, it's just too it's a good. good. It's a good looking van. Okay. And let's get on the uh, intercom system in here. Get the sales staff outside. Got it. <laughs> It'd be awesome. All right, 926. Thank you so much, uh, Scott. I appreciate it, dude. You are, uh, you are the man. Thank you. Thank you. And look, calls your arrest and request the Garrett Lewis van, please, because your home will be cleaner than the rest of the vans or something. <laughs> your, your home will be angry. Anyway, so we'll continue. Coming up in uh, 3, KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Just coming out. The uh, Stormy Daniels, you know, this is, why are people surprised by this? Highest rated 60 minutes in a decade. 20 million people saw it. Because you had a, a blonde porn star talking about sex. Why do you think people were watching it? Why do you, I'm not saying people watch Fox News and not porn stars, but the, the outfits, the skirt, the, why do you think they sit people up on stools? Are you surprised by this? And by the way, there were 60 million people that voted for Hillary. Like, again, Trump supporters don't give a crap about Stormy Daniels. Am I right or am I right? Three things I think you need to know. They don't care. If he did do this, I don't care. He didn't do it in the White House like Bill Clinton, like JFK. Right? 
Who cares? Lower my taxes, secure the border, build the damn wall. That's all we care about. Like, it's a different time. Anyway. There you go. What? It's a... It's a no, right here. Oh, yeah. Genius. Um, now, as a matter of fact, let's... Karen McDougal. Can we play the Karen McDougal from a few days ago? We'll get to the, uh, the, the border thing coming up in just a second. Karen McDougal is a Playboy Playmate back in 98. Apparently, she says she and Trump got it on... And she wanted to talk about it. Do we not know that Trump was a playboy? Do we not know that he got around? I mean, he's been divorced twice, married three times to hot women. Do you, really? Big surprise, right? Shocker. We knew exactly who we were getting when he voted for him. I mean, it, that's who he is. And we didn't care. It got so bad in this country, we didn't care. He's the first guy that was actually honest about what needs to be fixed. Let's continue. Here is um, here is Karen McDougal talking with Anderson Cooper, and Anderson Cooper surprised by this, that she says Trump's actually a good dude. Listen to this. You know what? I was disgusted. About the all access tape. I had not seen that in him at all. Mm-hmm. Like when our relationship was going on, I didn't see that side of him at all. Like I said, he was very respectful. He was a gentleman. When we were out in public, I even had friends go, wow, he's really respectful to you when he's out in public. And, you know, his hand's always on your back or your shoulder. And, he, you know, he always introduces you. I didn't see that side of him until I started mm. watching TV. And, you know, that's not the man that I knew. So I was kind of disgusted on those comments. Mm-hmm. I have brothers. I've heard my brothers say things, but that was pretty bad. It wasn't just locker room talk, as, as he said. No, I mean, I've heard my brother's locker room talk. And, you know, did he mean to say it? He said it. Would he really do it? I don't know. I've never seen that side of him. But And when you heard other women coming forward alleging inappropriate touching, inappropriate behavior, I'm wondering what you thought. Again, I was kind of mortified. I, mm. I was like, wow, is he capable of that? Because I didn't see that. But clearly, you know, women have their stories and their opinions. And if they were violated like that, they, they should come forward. It's not the guy I knew. And apparently, look, I didn't watch the interview yesterday. I honestly forgot about it because I just don't care. Like anything that she says, I just don't care. I know who he is. He cheated on his wife a couple times, but, you know, then he got divorced and he did what he did. I don't care. So, the media was very disappointed. That's why I didn't hear a lot about this Karen McDougal. Oh, I know he's a good guy. What? What? Oh, yeah, good guy. <clears throat> Nobody cares. The ones that hate Trump, they're going to care. Because no matter what he does, they're going to hate him. So it is what it is. All right, uh, moving on, 945 on KNST, AIM 790. Uh, Let's go to Hogan Gidley. He hints at maybe the president having a different way to pay for the border wall because he got a lot more money than anybody expected for the Department of Defense. Listen to what happened this morning on Fox and Friends. Here we go. There's talk that he might use that extra money to build the wall since he didn't get the funding. He he only got 1.6. You're right. His Twitter was saying we might use this to the military money to fund the wall. Is that going to happen? Well, I don't want to get ahead of his announcement, but I can say this is one reason that the uh, Wait, Hispanic what announcement. Calls, well, if, if, <laughs> if he's going to make an announcement, how he spends that money to build the wall. What? Go, go back, go back, just like right after ten. I don't want to get out uh, ahead of that president of his announcement. They didn't say he's going to have an announcement, but there's an announcement. Listen again. Here we go. Well, I don't want to get ahead of his announcement, but I can say this is one reason that the uh, Wait, Hispanic what announcement. Calls, 
Well, if, if, if he's <laughs> going to make an announcement how he spends that money to build the wall. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Huh. Hmm. How about that? And then he continues real quick. There's some confusion about what actually is going to be built. Rowan Moore, uh, Hogan Gidley. Listen to what uh, he said. Here we go. You got $1.6 billion for fence, not a wall. That, that's actually incorrect. We actually can build a wall with this money, but there are political realities that exist in this Hogan, country. Can I stop you there? Because that yeah. the speaker told us you can use concrete. Senator Schumer says you can't. Uh, only improve the fence. What, what are you saying there? We can, you can use it? It's my understanding you can. The Hispanic Caucus came out vehemently against this bill for two reasons. One is because, as in the letter that they wrote to the president, which was it bolsters the president's deportation force, quote unquote, mm -hmm. and it builds a wall. They're against it for those reasons. Right. So the secret is this is not an ending point, actually, for the president. It's a starting point. Okay, so nobody knows what the hell's going on because nobody read the damn bill. Who knows? Who knows? Now let's move a little bit uh, to uh, something that's coming out. Did you hear about this? We have a lot to get to in the next 10 minutes. Remember the Orlando nightclub massacre? Remember the Pulse nightclub? Do you remember that? The killer, Omar Mateen. His dad, Sadiq Mateen. Remember Sadiq? Remember he was standing behind Hillary at one of her rallies? Big Hillary supporter. Um... He pledged allegiance to ISIS. You name it, stuff like that. Uh, that. That was his son. Now, his father, we know, supported the Taliban. Right? Well, there's... The, the legal proceedings are happening right now. Glenn Greenwald had a very interesting tweet. He's a reporter, and he's a lefty reporter, by the way. There was a motion filed by Omar Mateen's wife seeking to dismiss, dismiss the charges. You know what it revealed? She was being charged. It revealed that the FBI admitted that Omar's dad, the killer, the nightclub killer's dad, Sadiq, worked with the FBI as an informant for 11 years, from 2005 to 2016. He was working under James Comey and Robert Mueller as an informant. And then he was under investigation himself for sending money to Afghanistan and to Turkey. Yep. How about that? It says it right there. Sadiq Mateen was an FBI confidential human source at various points between January 2005 and June 2016. Holy smokes, it's in the court records. He was on the FBI's payroll. For Robert Mueller and James Comey. Was Andrew McCabe involved? He was up there. Did he oversee any of this? Glenn Greenwald then tweeted, North Solomon's lawyers say the FBI hid these facts. That's the wife of the killer. So she said, her lawyers say the FBI hid these key facts until now. Out of embarrassment. It was due to the FBI's close relationship with Mateen's dad that they didn't arrest Mateen when they investigated him in 2013. So the FBI had this guy, and once again, the FBI failed. 
And the FBI didn't want to prosecute here. They wanted to protect their accomplice, the FBI asset, which is the killer's dad. How about that, huh? And then we go back to Kyle Kashov, one of the students at that Florida high school where the shooting was. He's a conservative student. He says we should focus on security, not, not banning guns. Number 61, if you don't mind, because then he talks about why should you trust the government? Because this is where it comes down to what side do you want to be on the crazy people or people like this? Here we go on Face the Nation. Here we go. Well, look, I mean, this kid was flagged. He was flagged by the Child Protective Services. The he shooter. Was, yeah. I don't like to say his name out. I, I, I prefer not to. He was flagged by the FBI. He was flagged so many different times by the Barrett Sheriff's Office. And it's... We need to see that we have to hold our government accountable. We have to, because this can happen again if our government does not do what it's supposed to do. And I find it ironic that after all this, and we've seen so many different government failures, we want to trust the government even more. Mm-hmm. Why? There literally is no reason to do that. No reason to trust the government anymore. I mean, smart kid, a lot, lot more intelligent, well-spoken than David Hogg and the rest of us. By the way, how about those Hitler pictures of David Hogg where they... Hand up. I mean, he looked just like Hitler in that aspect. I mean, he's angry. I've seen them Photoshop little mustaches on it. Jeez. Kid's a mess. He's not Hitler. But the kid's a mess. 952. We'll continue in about three. Uh, some highlights of the Tucson March for Our Lives rally. Uh, and then on top of that, um, a bunch of people at the D.C. March want AR-15s banned. I'm sorry, assault, re- assault, assault weapons banned. When they're asked, what is an assault weapon? Wait till you hear the answer. It's coming up. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Go station. Dozens of Russians are being told to pack their bags and get out. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. It's about the poisoning of a former Russian spy in England. 60 Russian diplomats are being told to leave. The consulate in Seattle is being closed down. More from Fox's Simon Owen in London. And Chris, it's not just the United States. News of a wave of expulsions was cheered in the British Parliament when announced by Prime Minister Theresa May. Together we have sent a message that we will not tolerate Russia's continued attempts to flout international law and undermine our values. May saying a total of 18 countries have told Russian diplomats to leave in what Britain calls an unprecedented, coordinated series of expulsions. Russia denies involvement in the poisoning. It calls the expulsions a mistake and is promising a response. Chris? Simon Facebook is now under federal investigation for how it handles users' privacy. The Federal Trade Commission today confirming reports of an investigation. And meantime, attorneys general from 37 states have signed a letter to Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg demanding to know when the company knew the political data mining firm Cambridge Analytica was able to get information from more than 50 million users without their permission. We're just hearing something new, perhaps, about the Orlando nightclub shooter who killed 49 people in 2016 and his father as well. Here's Fox's Evan Brown. At Chris, the Pulse nightclub gunman Omar Mateen, killed by police that night, might have almost been an FBI informant. The Orlando Sentinel reports this comes from an FBI agent testifying at the federal trial of Mateen's wife, Nor Salman, charged with aiding and abetting him. The revelation in court also comes hours after Salman's attorney asked for a dismissal or a mistrial after learning that Omar Mateen's father was an FBI informant himself for longer than a decade, including the time of the attack. Salman's lawyers say they should have been told about this and failing to disclose it violates Salman's right to a fair trial, Chris. Evan, thanks. This is Fox News, fair and balanced.